symbolizes for me pain and growth. I had a woman, she tried to sue me for rape. My father died. A guy totally financially destroyed me. I had experience with gay people and these gay people tried to, you know, they tried to, how do you say that? Do, like, force me to do stuff or otherwise they will tell. No, I'm not afraid of this whole shit. You see guys, if you go through the deepest of the deepest, then, and you survive, then you can fuck life, baby. You can fuck life. Just uh, starting the show today with a couple wise words, sort of a, a Bartlett's <laughs> quotations from a great Polish Floridian uh, that Christiane at not Christiane, very clever, uh, who's with us today showed me. We're also with the uh, at Luke Winky with, back, an I, with an IE. The boys are back in town. Indeed. I'm happy to be here. Luke, are you familiar with Jeremy Fragrance? Uh, was that what you were playing? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know him because I know I know no. Becca's on Our, TikTok. And Becca Krishana, might know better than I. I. I can call her in as a ringer whenever any TikTok things come up. Look, you should never call a woman in for Jeremy fragrance. I don't know if you didn't learn that from the, the opening there. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he's had a history that that song reminds him of. I'm mm. just feeling very Floridian uh, today. Maybe it's the hurricane. And yeah. Krishana showed me this guy that. You know, he's no David Goggins, but he's still pretty good. What's what's this guy's deal again? How did you find him? I don't know. I think he just popped up one day on my page and I went all the way back to the beginning and watched every single one of his videos. And then I followed him on Instagram. He also has a YouTube channel. He's my idol. He has like a YouTube channel where he'll just have like 20 minutes like 20 minute videos just dedicated to which creed fragrances are worth the money. <laughs> mm. just, and I have no idea what any of it means, but it's just enthralling. I can't look who, away. What, what, who does he feel like he's speaking to? Like what, what, what does he think his audience God is? directly, God directly. <laughs> you have to understand this is a blonde six foot Polish man who has eight right. pack abs. Uh-huh. He lives in Miami. Again, the, no, these I- are my people here. Like, I have nothing but affection for him, except the bits where he apparently is in a gay blackmail ring and may or may not have done sex crimes. If you remove that off the table, which all my experience with the American legal system tells me, if you are rich or famous enough, that can be done. So we'll do that for Jeremy Fragrance, a TikTok mega influencer, Mm. and say that he wears uh, only what boys to men wear in the Water Runs Dry video. And he sprays himself with about 400. He goes, time to try this new fragrance. And he throws his shirt open. And then he just keeps spraying his abs over and over. Like, each, each individual one? <laughs> but like, like Kristen Shaw did a bit uh, called Kristen Shaw is a Horse, where she went mm. to the Bell House in Brooklyn. And uh, her Matt Bronner, I think is his name, came out and just said, we want to we wanna show you this this classic bit that me and Chris, uh, Chris and Shaw came up with. And so she came out Andy Kaufman style and just went, Kristen Shaw is a horse. Kristen Shaw is a horse. You can look at her dance and you look at her go. Cause Kristen Shaw is a horse. Oh, Kristen Shaw is a horse. And just did that 
for about 50 minutes until yeah. the audience was sick of it. Um, you know, you could say that worked or didn't work as a creative expression, but the version of this that Jeremy Fragrance is doing, where he's staring directly into the camera, gyrating his hips and rhythmically hitting the uh, atomizer at his abs, that succeeds in a way that the, the others just don't. It's it's hypnotic, and I, I thank you for showing. Does it go to on me. for fifty minutes though? That's the question. Certainly feels like it. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, he transports you to a place where time is no longer a concern, and that's the sort of magic that only a gay but formerly yeah. gay in the mafia of either uh, Colombia or Poland number one fragrance guy magic. Uh, this is what happens when. You know, I don't we don't talk enough about the Polish diaspora, you know, like I think we talk too much about the Polish diaspora, actually, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. in this show. Yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe in the fucking Basque country, <laughs> backwards racial hicks, pig Bilbao. That's not a real fucking name of a place. Have you or have you have you ever been to Bilbao? Yes. All Obviously. right. What, what, That's where the airport what, is. Was there racism there? Yes. Okay, there you go. But uh, not towards Poles so much. More towards like Ukrainians and and gypsies. Another which Spanish got mistaken people, right? for for Romanians. So the the Basque people hate Romanians, Ukrainians, and Spanish people, <laughs> and the French. And the French and the Dutch and the Belgians and the Germans and also Bro, the Norwegians. They, you should just get in Poland. It's great. <laughs> you actually fit right in. You're going to have a very easy time uh, adapting. No, we're, I think we're just going to take it easy. We got uh, – the way we do this now is we got two hours to fill. We're already seven minutes in. Yeah. It's the uh, hurricane cast, man. The hurricane cast we're, is we're, good. We're, we're chopping it up. Wait, I, uh, there's a hurricane? Oh, Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Lame. Thank, thank it's, it's you. In, it's in Connecticut, though, so it's all good. It went off course. They spared nice. Brooklyn once again. For I don't for, know how we keep getting away with this, but they spared it once again. Nobody knows how Brooklyn keeps. Look, when Brooklyn gets it, inshallah, it'll it'll make up for everything. <laughs> I have to say, I, I am I am feeling very like Floridian because um, I woke up and this is just. Maybe this is sad, but like growing up, every time there's a hurricane, it's different, you know, like it, it's maybe not a liminal space, but mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a break from the usual, which in Florida is really meaningful because we don't have seasons. We don't even really have weather. It's the same thing every day, right? It's just hot, humid, sunny. And then from like one to three, there's a fucking thunderstorm mm -hmm. and that's it eternally. I didn't see a leaf change until I was like 23 in like south georgia yeah. so when a hurricane comes it's like evidence that time has not forgotten uh your little patch and so it's like a tradition that you just like you go out and play with it you get like uh plywood boards and you can once the wind starts whipping you can run out with the plywood boards and sort of like boogie board the air yeah only it doesn't work uh as well as you think and so i bet it's like, like i bet it's like really dope to like talk to your neighbors about the hurricane that's going to come in a couple days like hey what's going on mike how you doing yeah man that hurricane boy yeah we gotta you know 
Tuesday. I hear I heard Tuesday night. Oh, I heard Wednesday morning. And you you, you can get let's you can get probably just hours of uh of small talk out of it, right? Oh yeah. I mean it's the only time there's community in South Florida. Right. It's like <laughs> right, people yeah, are exactly. all at the Home Depot, they're all buying the same thing. They're going like, Oh, this is weird, but like they also prepare for hurricanes. <laughs> maybe they are maybe they are like human, you know. You look at the other guy's cards like this guy doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just like white people looking at Spanish people's carts like, oh, I guess they're not so different. And like Cuban people <laughs> right. looking at Dominicans carts and going like, wow, they need they need plywood just like us. And Dominicans looking at Puerto Ricans carts and going like, oh, wow, uh, that's fucking amazing. They should not be stealing all that. And then the Puerto mm-hmm. Ricans looking at the Haitians cart. Right. And, and the Haitians just vibing. That's that is, but it's like the it's the one time everyone sees the humanity uh, in each other, and then you get to have a you, and it's because you're doing a different sort of castle doctrine. Instead of like sitting inside oh, your castle, aiming your AR at, at your neighbor's car, just in the off chance he tries to surprise you with the Blitzkrieg, mm-hmm. um, you are actually fortifying your castle against the elements. So your sort of libidinal need for. Uh, uh, violent defense and to feel like a, a man against the world that's sort of being filled so you can lean over the fence and go like hey hey buddy you got you filling up your bathtub you know i know that fact and it's just like a beautiful thing <laughs> i just imagine that florida is just an entire state of men that like to imagine themselves against the world which is probably why they yeah. get up there because that's what the hurricanes hit you know yeah I mean, one of my fondest memories is during Hurricane Andrew in 1992, where the eye hit South Florida. Oh, baby. Right? It, yep. it was great. Uh, you know, my, my dad, like, a, he did the the Florida Civil Defense uh, Guidebook, which is, like, you get the plywood, you put it over the windows, you fill the bath, you clean the bathtub, fill it mm. with water, you get a hand crank radio uh, or TV, you can watch News 10, which in between, uh, they have pretty good info. They still, it's sort of annoying, 45 minutes of every hour is them going, oh, Elian Gonzalez. Oh, how many days have we been without Elian? But, you know, you, you watch that for the updates. My dad got hammered drunk uh, yes. and then smoked a huge blunt and passed out with the boys. And so the kids all wandered outside. And I remember we could see like eight tornadoes all around the yeah. eye wall. And then it gets like quiet when the eye passes over. So you and your neighbors can pop out like, hey, check it out. We'll never face consequences. It's fucking great. Yeah, that's that's the part. So like it's cool. The the whole like let's get fucked up during the hurricane. Like I would be obviously uncouth to travel to Florida ahead of a hurricane just to experience that part. That's like kind of carpet baggy, just like a bad, a bad policy. That said. I do want to experience it someday, but it has to be like accident. I need to end up in a place where a hurricane's going to hit and then have some boys invite me for, you know, a 48 hour poker, you know, binge, you know, with, with all the stock, you know, that's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Look like all adventurism. It's way more fun if you have nothing to lose. Like I, my, yeah. <laughs> I remember during Andrew, my, my dad just bought a 2002 BMW uh, no questions on the finances, please. <laughs> and he was so proud. And he, he, he moved it from the front garage into the, the back, uh, the backyard because there were trees sort of in the, no, we didn't have a garage. It was a driveway, uh, but there were, you know, trees in the front. He's like, mm-hmm. Hurricane Andrew, 
this one might actually do something. So he moved it to the back. And so the tree from the front broke and fell all the way down to the back and crushed his BMW. <laughs> never saw that motherfucker again. Uh, and, and so like, yeah, I imagine that was a bummer for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he woke up and was just like, ah, all right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if, like, if, if you got I'm, nothing, go for right. it. If I'm a hurricane tourist, like what do I really have to lose? I'm just here for the, for the vibes. I'm not actually, none of the, none of the actual, Oh God, what if, uh, what if all my material possessions are destroyed or move that part of it entirely? I'm they just, don't exist. I'm literally just here to party while the eye passes over. That's what I'm Yeah, it's do. very liberating when you have nothing. It's like when uh, like collections people call you. I don't yeah. know if you experienced this. And uh-huh. they're just like, uh-huh. uh, uh, sir, this is now your third warning. We may have to put a mark on your credit and uh, for- forcefully collect the the funds if, if it comes to that. And it's like, good luck. If you could do that, you wouldn't be on the phone with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, having nothing to lose is fucking great. Oh, my God. I need. I still owe um, the, 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 the California government 400. They, they, they claim that I owe them 400 bucks uh, in for taxes. What? Because I, it, well, they're wrong. The point of this, the, 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 front, they're wrong. I freelance, I lived in New York in 2017. They're asking for 2017 taxes. Um, I'm going to try to make the story interesting because it's a tax story. But like, uh, they, but they, since I worked, I freelance for a couple companies in California. They, the state thinks that like, I owe taxes on that income because like, I worked in California, even though I was like writing articles in Brooklyn, which, so they're wrong. The point is, though, there's been so much red tape, and they've asked for my California tax returns from that year, which literally do not exist. I did not file tax returns in California because I didn't live there, that I think they're, they're going to wear me down, and I'm going to end up spending the $400 just because just because the red tape has gotten to me, and I, I don't know a path forward. I mean, I don't know how it works for like tax stuff, but I can tell you it's not always bad if you don't pay. Like I, I had some. So that's have, currently, currently that's my strategy. Is yeah. I because I tried to protest it, and they're it's like they I'm going they're 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 leaving me on red, and now that's my current strategy. I'm just I'm just not going to pay and see what happens. I talked about this before, but you know I had some unpaid tickets down in Florida that I let mm. uh, uh, rack up, and it was a great way to get out of going to Thanksgiving because it turned out you can get a warrant for that. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know if the court. <laughs> levies penalties and you ignore them that's like a thing where they'll get mad at you so uh-huh. you know if you got people you're trying to avoid in california it's that true. could be an option it's like how if chief keith goes back to illinois he'll like immediately be arrested and he just kind of wrote that whole state off be like all right cool that's i cool. live in la now yeah that's cool that's it's <laughs> good to have those places i like when i walk around k-town i'm like this place is great this place is great I will police will be called if I go in there. It's just add some character, you know, it puts the whole block on, on edge, but Robert, you ever, have you ever been right. banned from an establishment? Yeah. Miss Korea in K-Town. Oh, okay. That, I thought, I thought <laughs> yeah, you were no, saying like the, I'm not riffing. This is, this I, is unfortunate. <laughs> Wait, what this did you do? What did you life. do to get banned? It doesn't matter. It <laughs> okay. doesn't matter, but it, it was just a lot. Uh, I was the responsible one, but you know, even they recognize you, they walk in like, no, that we, we banned that guy in 2015. Get him out of here. Probably not. You're right. I probably could go there and enjoy a meal. Uh, what I will say is, uh, the fact that it was a seven foot tall Slavic person in a tracksuit, that was relevant to the thing that got us. Wow. You're wearing a tracksuit. You're really like, so, so that kind of explains it. 
yeah, I was wearing a tracksuit. I was I was carrying a human. There's a lot to be desired in terms of uh, uh, propriety uh -huh. on that night. But anyway, uh, I'm chilling now. I'm looking out my window. It is fucking pouring. Uh, I mentioned the hurricane because this morning I'm, you know, so we play in it was the point, right? right you, yes. you put out the American flag, you listen to music. And you vibe. I happen to wake up like at 8 a.m. or whatever this morning. And so I just kept the tradition alive and just walked, like went on a walk, like a normal walk. Oh, yeah. No umbrella, just like a track a, suit on. Uh, no, I should have, right? Because that would have been better mm. for like the rain. Yeah. But no, I just like I was wearing basketball shorts and a shirt. And I was like, fuck it. I want to go see New York in the hurricane. I did this during Sandy and it was fucking fascinating. Of course. Um, I, I happened to be at like a Sandy control center uh when it happened and so i was one of the later ones like in the city so when yeah. i left it was it was weird. like i saw times square with no one in it like i walked from like downtown to 30th and it's just like, like a uh like a movie like a zombie movie or something yeah. so it was cool going out this morning and seeing that like liminal space where there is nobody like it's a normal day it's a weekend shit should be open but it's just like no one is out there except for you know other weirdos like a guy thinking about poetry mm. uh the mentally ill mm. uh, a, a manic pixie dream girl uh some guy who ordered way to food work. That, yeah. that didn't realize how rain how badly it was gonna be raining it's like all right yeah I'm doing this anyway yeah a, a guy on a, a delivery scooter that's just like oh it's, it's fucking six bucks i guess <laughs> but like maybe seven people the whole time so this question, yeah, you might need to cut this out because I don't know if it's offensive or not, but like... Was no, Sydney, there's, was... there's no cutting anymore, so just oh, really? yourself. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no, we're just, yeah, oh, we're this just going is straight just up? Really, this is really good enough now. Oh. Yeah, for, you for know this, what? I don't care. So, yeah. I, so I lived in New York before Sandy. I think we already hit the Puerto Rican stealing thing. Right, like, that's we're, true. We're yeah. free rolling now. Uh, and I always wondered, like, was Sandy actually that bad? Because I always thought, like, the New York bias... Of like anything that yeah. happens in New York probably juices it up, you know. I'm not saying it was like it was awesome, like an awesome time, but like I just like as an authentic Floridian, did like the New Yorkers hype up Sandy a little bit past where it deserved to be? I don't know. I mean, it, yes and no. You're talking about the aesthetics of the storm versus mm. the aftermath. So the aesthetics of the storm, uh, I was online the whole time during Sandy. Never lost power. Never lost water. I was just literally gaming and having a good time, like doing my right. little hurricane party thing. You know, once I got back home, like I said, I had to like work. And so I got that. But then once I got home, nothing. But I was living in fucking Park Slope at the time. Hell yeah. So my, my electricity was going to hang on. And I was literally, the slope refers to a hill. So mm. you're not worried about flooding. Going Other neighborhoods hill. got fucking flooded. Like if you were out on Coney Island or any of that, Sure. Yeah. You, your house is like it. The storm surge. It was the aesthetics of the storm was it wasn't particularly bad mm. or windy, but it just rained so constantly, and the city, like with climate, uh, just makes no preparations whatsoever. So right. if it just is hurricane type flooding, uh, yeah, the storm surge is going to wash stuff away. The lowland areas are going to overload the sewage systems, and most importantly, like. You know, you take the trains here, right? Mm -hmm. Multiple subway stations went fully underwater. Right, like yeah. The, the um, parking garages in lower Manhattan 
you know, where like it's at street level and you see the opening and you see sure. cars come out. Cars were just floating out of that into the street. Literally, you would mm-hmm. see it because the water had submerged the like two lower levels of the parking garage and just mm-hmm. the air bubbles would fucking float it along <laughs> up to the surface and out. The the some of the subway stations in Brooklyn and Lower Manhattan, right. you know, the ones where there's a train on this level, a train on the next level, also fully submerged. So if you ride the R train now, uh, you would have had to put on scuba at the street level right, sure. and gone down to the turnstiles. So like, yeah, it, <laughs> it fucked up every, I mean, people's, my commute was affected for like a year and a half. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, we have no infrastructure and a lot of it is, you know, cheese works underground. And when yeah. all that gets soggy, turns out the 1911 fucking civic engineers behind our yeah. train systems didn't plan for this shit. No, I guess like, like when I think about it now, like, you're right. Like when there's like any like moderate thunderstorm here, I swear to God, I get on my Twitter timeline. And there's like footage of like, like some L station, like in the bedrock of like, like, like bathospheres flying by and, you know, schools of fish. And if that could happen after, you know, like a moderate downpour, I mean, I guess. So I guess yeah, we really you... dodged a bullet these past, uh, these past 12 hours. Oh yeah. No, we, we just, it... Any sort of flooding just destroys this place. I was once on a subway station from, or I was on a subway from Manhattan to Brooklyn, and we had to evacuate as soon as we got to Brooklyn because mm-hmm. the path ahead of us was on fire and the path behind us was now flooded. <laughs> New they York, stopped best it. city in the world, baby. They, they, I, yeah, they stopped at the, the A Street right by, uh, on just, high, the High Street A. They're just like, yeah, it turns out a, uh, you're stopped because of, a main burst and also you need to get off because the firefighters need to get on to go do the fire <laughs> oh so they stopped at the station i thought they stopped like, yeah, yeah. In the middle of, okay yeah i thought you had no, to get no. out and walk no they're just like high street is as far as this goes because everything <laughs> is underwater and on fire and fuck thank you Cuomo, <laughs> we're for literally burning support. it from both ends currently i apologize not go further yeah. than Manhattan. so that's 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 basically been been my morning looking around at associated weirdos doing the same thing i'm doing in an effort to feel floridian uh the other thing i did to sort of feel floridian is is you know me and uh, me and you luke we watched that uh nba rewind thing oh, we did yes so and a uh, k-pop video yes yes i'll get to that in i'll get to that in a minute which uh, uh, i know the metaphor you're going with that i, I didn't surface for me immediately <laughs> no kind of no that's that, that's my that's my point that's my point uh but so uh, you know I, so i'm just watching this i got brett out of the uh i got brett out of, out of no, out of the apartment yes uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not here now by the way he is uh, mm-hmm. i guess he's installing the kitchen on hassan piker's house but he'll be back <laughs> next week um but you know he was an nfl guy and i boycotted nfl and so i Mm -hmm. thought like okay uh i need to get him on nba because nba is really good like there's not helmets there's not 50 players it's (laughs) it's like no you're good (laughs) but it's like you know it's five guys that you can clearly see where they have personalities and like that matters. It's a much more intimate viewing experience. Like, you know, the people's tendencies and there's just better storylines and all that. So I'm, I'm watching the Miami heat rewind, which is sort of this like uh, ringer 
or SB Nation, like what, what, uh, a product of the basket bloggers, straight from yeah. the mind of the of the basket blogger perspective on how we're supposed to talk about sports. Yeah, you know? and, and let me just say, basket the like basketball bloggers are some of the best ever. Who doesn't love fucking basketball? Like Zach Lowe and all those guys. Great guy, like, we love them. They're they're just a good crew. They're interest. There's people that. More than anything, basketball bloggers are the ones where I hear people go like, oh, I don't really listen to podcasts. Or I listen to like, oh, I just listen to science ones. And then it's always like, and like the low post for like basketball. There's just <laughs> something about basketball that lends itself to being like analyzed. Totally. Zach Lowe is really good. I would say the um, the more millennial style of basketball blogger of like, here's my essay about why the second string center on like the Pelicans reminds me a lot of Kurt Vonnegut or like some jazz drummer. Yes. That's yes. stuff I'm not the biggest fan of, but like the dorky white guy, self-aware dorky white guy, basketball blogging. I'm all for that. The other stuff, the more, the more metaphysical stuff uh, I could, I could do without. Okay. But th- just so we're clear, this is because of Sloan, right? The Sloan, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, that, that's the, why basketball is so fucking nerdy, and the other sports are all like totally, jockeys. Yes, yes. Can they, you explain they, Sloan by the way for people that don't know? It's they, they got, no, it does, yeah. It's in Boston. It's a it's an, it's an MIT thing. It's an MIT yearly conference where a bunch of um just the whitest guys involved in the basketball industry get together and um like break down optimal basketball via math and these are the guys that like watched Moneyball and were just like god damn the sex appeal on jonah hill right and they'll, they'll literally say shit like you know wow you know if you play this guy this this if you play Jonas valanchunas for 29 minutes a game that's going to increase your overall offensive efficiency by 0.3 percent meanwhile the, the thing that's funny about sloan is none of it matters because with basketball it's really if you have one of the five best players at any yeah. time, you're going to win, and if not, you're probably going to lose. So it's, they're really working around the margins to go to go nowhere. But they're so into it's like the process is interesting enough to them. The 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 math is it's like the the point is doing the math versus actually changing the fate of your team in a lot of ways, at least in my opinion. Yeah, the like data set is. With basketball, because it's only five people on each team on the court at once, you can put a motion track on there, right? And there's right. discrete timed units, right? right when a basket yes. is made or missed on. And so it's one of those things where, like, because you can do the math, like, yeah. let's fucking do it. We know the exact percent. It's like baseball, only more fluid. And you can really get more granular about, like, right. well, if Draymond takes a step to his left before mm-hmm. he sets up his jump shot. That's going to drop his percentage by 20%. <laughs> yeah, we got to drill that out of him. So how how are we going to go ahead and cover him that we we force his his knee to the left in, in ISO situations and it's like wow really interesting insights I would say right. um, give it to LeBron James and let him make a three from half court. It's one like, of my oh, one of, one okay, of my favorite yeah, examples good. of this was a couple of years ago. This is before Kawhi. Like the Raptors had the best record in the East because like oh they're shooting more three. They did all the did all this mathy shit like oh they're gonna like you know oh, maybe yeah. they're gonna make the finals this year. Um, they get in the second round. They're faced up against LeBron, and he just completely just obliter- like he sweeps them in four games. Like all that shit was rendered completely immaterial the second they 
had to play someone who was just better at basketball, which that's what makes Sloan so funny is because none of it actually means anything really. But it it actually produces good content. Sure. For yeah. like in the same way that like nothing on Pitchfork Media or like those music sites means anything really, mm. but it's just a, a a clearinghouse where you can go and like right. feel. It's like watching AV Get Club recaps the... of Game of Thrones, right? You're just like, right. you're right. Euron isn't getting appropriate characterization. Yeah. What's I started. I started a Pitchfork Media AV Club. What are we talking about? No, the basketball conference. Oh, Sloan. S L O A. Can I go there? Yeah. I mean, it's probably anyone Comic can go Con, there. but fun. Like, I think I'd have a good time there watching nerds do basketball math. I'd just like to what go do and you, watch. Let me let me explain to you what do you think you're or let me understand. What do you think you're seeing? Paint the visual picture. <laughs> I'm seeing a huge like hotel ballroom with a bunch of plastic picnic tables set up. And a bunch mm. of really, really, really scrawny little white guys sitting out with like little, I don't know, 3D like models of a basketball court with little like drawings where they're like, you, you can use like an expo marker to like draw like your little Pythagorean theorems and bullshit like that. And they're all just hun- hunched over, huddled over doing math in real time and going, oh, yes, LeBron so- James. And I would just like to watch that. Unfortunately, uh, I, I got bad news for you. It's Damn. it's not like a, it's not like it's a game jam where everyone gets together and like, okay, we're gonna do all the math now. We're all it's gonna more, figure out why Kyle Kuzma is such dog right. shit. And it's more organization like, yeah, it you're out. gonna go to like a conference room where they're gonna be on stage oh. and telling you about all this awesome math that they did and so it's how like David Lee's bad at defense. It's kind of TED talking. No, it's like uh, I think my version's better. We should start one. I agree. Well, let's let's yeah. We'll we'll create the we'll create the. Do any of you know anything about math? Because I don't know anything about math or basketball, but I'm willing to pitch in of like five bucks. I had a realization the other day that I really enjoyed doing math, but was never like it was never going to be the path I was going to take. Bro, fucking number file videos. You need to get on that shit. I was watching some math YouTube videos the other number day. Number file is the one. Oh that's God. the one. I bet that's pretty good. The yeah, math that's... guys are really intense on YouTube in a way that's kind of enchanting. You're Bro. telling me there's math YouTube? Dude, oh my every, God. There's every you under, YouTube. But you understand YouTube. You, could, you could put an infinite series together where the sum of it is negative 112. Okay. I'm talking about like you, you take an infinite means. sequence of escalating real numbers and it ends up being negative 112. You're like, how does adding those sums get to negative 112? But guess what? That's how it fucking works out. Can you, you just can do add... that? But I mean, no, I you have to understand Euler, right? And I, I feel like I, I feel Euler's more... have not been around oh, for a long time. Okay. I'm so, so I feel like you're about to get into like K-pop. Here's the thing: you need to Google Euler, E U L E R. Oh my Some god! Some of the shit he not did, even how I thought it was going to be spelled. I know this guy's a wild man. Some of the stuff he did on Infinite Series will blow your dick right off. Because what is, here's the so, thing. what does it all mean? They test it in the material world. What, what do you mean? What does it all mean? But like, if you find that an Infinite Series repeats itself on every fifteenth integer or whatever, yes. Like, what does so, that? What does that mean? So, what does that mean really? Hold on. So, Wait, what, if, what the fuck is an infinite series? Okay. So I would have to look this Hi. up. And I, I don't want to get it wrong. But basically, uh, you can have 
a series of numbers where you do like one plus two plus three plus four plus five yeah. right and you can also have things that are Fibonacci that are like, yeah yeah there are these sorts of series or, or what happens if you go like add two minus one add four minus three mm. adds like that sort of thing and it turns out oh, sort of non, non-intuitively are. you can take series that you would think would either reach infinity or reach like a positive even number and because of Euler's work, it actually ends up being like negative fractions and shit. Uh, and it mm-hmm. logically makes sense when you algebraically define the sequences uh, and, and work as discrete units there. And why does it matter? Because when you actually look at like physical theories and physics, you see occasionally these singularities form, which implicate infinities. And if you know you can work with infinities, in a finite algebraically encapsulized sense, then you can actually solve for physical formulae with those infinities and get something that matches observations. And you can do that with a negative fucking 112 coming out of a sequence of positive rising integers. And it's just like, it's so number file, bro. If you're getting into math, fucking get on the is, map is, YouTube. Is that, is that what's going to take us to Mars? No, no, no one's going to take us to fucking Mars. Okay. I know what a sequence is. Those are the pattern ones, right? Where it's like add one, then minus four, add two, minus five, and then what number do you get? They had to make it, they made us fill those out when they tested us all to get into the gifted and talented program. I didn't get in because I had already grown tits by that point. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was was an attempted humble brag. I guess it was a humble brag. Wait. So wait. Look, look, I'm very glad that your your school had a gifted and talented program. I, I think it's great that they have resources for kids that aren't quite smart enough to skip grades. And that was almost <laughs> that was almost you. Yeah, so I was that's, taking, that's a great practice. Just me. I was taking the, the sequences that got me. Eleventh grade, can't relate. But so, like, what what do I like? Can you give me an example of like an actual tangible real world thing? that we could solve with the negative 128 sequence? Yeah, rock, rocketry. Uh, or anything okay. with black holes. Uh, anything, All right, yeah. Anything where rel- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Wait, it's, are it's... black holes real? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, you can see them, actually, weirdly. Come on. You Come can on. measure no. their effect. It's not just you can measure no. effect. You can fucking look at them. They have... They, well, you they... don't... You can't, you can't see them. You can see where you're like, oh, there's probably a black hole there because there's a whole lot of nothing around that area. No, we, we can see them out like gravitational lensing and like, yes, that implies it, but you can literally in some of them, because you can get a black hole through uh, different ways. There's like the Chandra Kassar limit or whatever the fuck. And so there's like a couple ways and there's some new shit with like neutron star collapse, but like there's a couple ways you can get, <laughs> there's a couple ways you can get black holes and some of them involve hairy black holes, which is uh-huh. to say like superheated energy. You hate, you hate to that type that into Pornhub. Maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can tell. I can tell you. I don't. Uh, well, I, uh, look, you might be outnumbered in terms of preferences on this one here right now. Uh, but look, we're not getting. What matters is we're not getting to space off this shit for the same reason that Sloan isn't what you think it is, and that is fucking capitalism. Just throwing that out there. Oh, there we because go. Because Christiane, when you go to Sloan, it's not. Like maybe in a different world, it would be nerds who are like, "I love math. This is this is so much better than fucking topography or whatever." And they'd be they'd have their protractors out, and they're like, "I've never even heard of Allen Iverson, but what a statistical set!" I would That's love what, 
if they that's had their what protractors. you want if they had their protractors out that'd be amazing it's 2021 now it's, it's all startup guys who look like mark zuckerberg Ugh. oh for sure oh my pitching, god yeah. pitching they're it. more they're more handsome than our mark zuckerberg on average i'll give them yeah the, yeah, yeah that's on. fair i i'm i don't know why i dumped i mean well, i do they are definitely all like, like bay area yes and, and they are pitching shit to overweight vegas sharps because you know who actually wants like arbitraged information data sets? The Vegas most, sharks, the most like degenerate, degenerate gamblers yeah. you've ever met in your life. Wait, Rob, I want to go back to the black hole thing. And why? Why do you have like this general like terrain of knowledge at, on like every topic? Like why? I, do you, I don't why think do you I also, do. Like, I think many, you, nobody would. Nobody would back up. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about the internet. We're talking about the media. Like why do you also have? Oh yeah, no, we 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 have imaging at black holes. What are you talking about? It's the uh, whatever the fuck you said. The the reverse uh, Cylon ultra lens. Like, oh, like here's the thing. None of this is is like uh, impressive or useful. Certainly, but it is, and this is why I bring it up for you, Luke. Entertaining. Like, right, okay, I sure. didn't know about that shit, but like, if you've got an itch for math and science, it is going to be different from what you experienced previously. So mm. I went to school in Florida. I was in math for dipshits. Like yeah. I got home ec math as my senior year. I took algebra <laughs> two and they put me back into yeah. home ec math. They yeah. were just like, we gave them a tryout. It, it didn't fucking work. Right. I said this earlier when I hit junior year because uh, it was like biology, chemistry, and then like physics. And I, I ended up on whatever alternate path that landed me in a thing called earth science. And they, they, they sent my ass back to like igneous rocks because I Bro, just couldn't that, get the, uh, that get the chemistry. That if, if I knew, here's the thing. This is like the secret menu of high school. Like there are ways to get into those classes. You know, like I would love to hear about igneous rocks. I figured out, I, I, they put me in the AP classes. I was taking AP English at the same time I was taking fucking ESOL. Uh, uh, ESOL is the English as a second right, language yeah, yeah, program. Sure, yeah. Fucking great. For, for two, we had block scheduling for two hours a day. It was me and, uh, you know, rich Cuban refugees who don't speak mm -hmm. a single word of English. Literally, on intro day, we're like, say how long you've been here. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm 16, so I guess like 16 years. And then somebody <laughs> just like, somebody put up like four fingers, <laughs> and I was like, you've been here four years? And they're like, days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm never leaving this class. This is like 90% coloring. So like, in school, no, there's no joy of learning. My physics mm -hmm. teacher... I remember, and, and so much of Florida, God bless teachers like this. This was a topic on I saw on Twitter this week. Teachers that are just like, I'm not here to flex my ego and, and like punish you. I just have a job to do, learn it or don't. I remember my physics teacher, I didn't, fuck physics, man. Yeah. Like all it was, Ooh. it wasn't even math where it was like, there might abstractly be some reason for you to use algebra down the line. Physics is just like, Here's some rote memorization of 25 formulas that because we know what they're for and we know what jobs do it, you can be reasonably certain you'll never fucking use this. So, like, I just didn't do any of it um, and got a bunch of detentions. And then I remember uh, I was going to get an F because I didn't do any of the homework because, like, fuck physics. Like, this shit is bullshit. It's not interesting. The teacher didn't make it interesting. Mm. And, I, and I remember I was able to negotiate 
the physics teacher while I was at detention one time. I was like, can I just read the book? <laughs> like the reason homework you assigned it is so that we have, you know, that we're doing the reading, right? Yeah. And I didn't do the reading. And that's why I have an F and I'm in your detention. <laughs> so I've fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. But what if while I'm here, I just read the fucking book in front of you? I'll just read it. Mm-hmm. I, and then you don't have to pretend what's going to happen if I do all the homework and then I get ones wrong. Are you going to give me the just how about I just read the book and you give me a C and we're done with that. And that's what happened. Man, you know? I, and, and over the years, I'd say maybe four or five times. My Spanish teacher, after eight years of, of failing to roll my R's, just went, you know what? Just go to the AV club for an hour every day. I don't care. <laughs> and it's like that was my Florida education. I appreciate that. But it didn't it didn't show me anything cool. So my point is just like. Now, because of the paucity of interest I had in it before, if yeah. I watch like math YouTube or physics YouTube, I'm right. just like, what the fuck? It, what? In, Gravity bends uh, time, you know? In a world with, with a lot of like 15 minute, really well edited YouTube videos that all carefully eschew the actual hard nose, like arithmetic or calculations you would need to do to actually understand yep. this. Yep. It's like we solved learning, man. Yeah, I, I know all about uh I, I I learned about the the whole black hole paradox where if black holes are slowly disappearing, then does that mean that they're deleting like information and matter? Uh did I do any of the uh did I solve for X to get there? No. No, but I watched someone, that already did. someone already did that shit. Here's the thing, unless you got your own project to work on, you can just substitute like an Excel macro, uh, uh poly exclusion principle. And you can just chunk that in your heuristic understanding of the concepts and the framework right. for, for like the physical laws. And you can bring and it up. That's at, not. You can bring it up at parties on pod and podcasts. But and you genuinely you understand it. it. Yeah, like exactly. You don't. You don't need to break it down into the number form unless you actually want to manipulate variables there. Yeah. So yeah. Christiane, I'm, I'm sure. Four really all the way through. No, four point Yeah. I failed algebra twice. Oh, and shit. then they Christiane <laughs> can't read. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I'm really upset that my YouTube algorithm doesn't have any of these cool black hole videos. Also understandable because most of my YouTube is watching weird teenage girls like sort through their hygiene closets where they have mm. 42 bottles of shampoo. And also I like to watch like those cool YouTube videos like like YouTube content for kids where they sing a song that teaches you how to wash your hands. Yeah, those yeah. cool YouTube videos. We all know those cool YouTube videos. <laughs> they're actually... Uh, you understand how sharing. worrying... You know how worrying it would be. Like, you're like, oh, they're really cool. Let's say you you came over and you saw on my desktop that video was playing. Like, you just surprised <laughs> me in that video. Is that cool? Is that a cool moment? You know what, though? I wouldn't want anyone to see my YouTube algorithm either. Like, my my YouTube algorithm is like, that's for me. That's mine. No, that, that's What's so that's, bad. What's so fucking bad? No, nothing really. I just like, I mean, I'll go right, right now. now. I got a. I feel I like know, a YouTube I algorithm think... is deeply personal. Like, I'd rather someone that's see. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like most people would rather that you see their Pornhub search history than their YouTube <laughs> algorithm. Like, it's, 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 it's less of a window into your soul. Oh, man. That's interesting. That's, that is actually kind of a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I, I think. I this think, reminds me of uh, ages hmm. ago, I was watching a VH1 show. When they remember those VH1 shows, they had the, like those talking heads. They would just talk about like 1995 for an hour. And this guy said, like, 
man, it's worse than being it's getting caught masturbating is less worse than getting caught air guitaring. And it's just, it's always stuck with me for, and it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, like, uh, obviously the Pornhub search history, that's, that's tough, but like somehow it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't quite cut as personally. You don't feel quite as exposed, you know, with your YouTube algorithm. I think you two are just, I mean, this is literally, y'all are just afraid to be seen because <laughs> yeah, like, first of all, air guitar is fine. There's air guitar, like conferences where people do air guitar. Like that's if, if I'm on the subway and I see someone doing air guitar at the end of the train, I'm like actually happy. I'm yeah, like, right. oh, what's it, sweet child of mine? Like I'm trying to like, is this Slash or Freebird situation? Like I'm <laughs> jealous of him. Now look, yeah. if I see someone with their dick out masturbating on the train, I'm still jealous of him. Like he's yeah. clearly made some choices where he does not give a fuck. Right. And probably having a great time too. All right, but Rob, what about, what, instead of air guitar, what if like, what about someone catches you doing like your pre-first date, like kind of pump up where you're kind of looking at yourself in the mirror and listening to a song and being like, yeah, I don't I'm, do that. I'm, I'm a good looking guy. No, this is going to go great. Like, uh, yeah, I'm listening to this song. Let's go. Nah, you don't do that? I thought no, was no. See, uh, my, I have a more fatalistic, like Polish approach, which is like, if I've, if I've secured a date, like I, this is not a person I need to be concerned about. You know what I mean? Like they've, they've already made the mistake. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to get there and they're going to be like, what? Yeah. Like they've already pre-agreed to it. They've already fucked up. I'm, I'm rolling in there. Like it's yeah. the weekend. It's yeah. fucking great. What are they going to do? Be like, you have terrible skin. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, you're going to discover that one way or another. Um, but yeah, I will say, no, I get what you're saying. Like, for me, the Pornhub thing, maybe YouTube would be more embarrassing because like Pornhub, Luke, I'm drawing a conclusion about mm. you here based on your Mel work or whatever. Yeah. I think if you saw my Pornhub or maybe your Pornhub, it would just look like a guy. It, it would be like looking at uh, flack mm. on like a fighter jet's radar. Mm -hmm, You'd mm -hmm. just be like, okay, here's a guy who's just casting about like just right, seeing yeah. Just really uh, uh, engaging all targets and just seeing what it's going to be, you know. <laughs> like a What's, monkey in front of a typewriter, you know. Just Yeah, it's just like, what is this uh, uh, jerk-off hero? It's a DDR rhythm game that you beat off to? I don't mm. know, I got fucking 12 minutes. We could figure this out, right? Like, it would be, it would be like the modern 2021 internet version of a nobleman's grand tour that right, he would take yeah. around the Mediterranean, you know. You'd look it, at it and be like, this looks like a guy that's, spent a lot of time on the internet over the years you know this guy's not having an easy time nutting anymore and <laughs> go with god right but if if you look at if you look at my youtube algorithm you're right like i'll i'll tell you right now i'm looking at it okay here's the k-pop stuff because i was sending that mm -hmm. uh here's some nba stuff here's a polish comedian and her husband uh tom Segur and christina p that's pretty good good Here's some American history stuff. Here's some Final Fantasy stuff. And it's like, okay, that's, you know, that's what you do. And and so I think today you could look at my YouTube and it wouldn't be that embarrassing because I don't mind people seeing who I am and, and what I'm into. Right. But like all of us, there are days where if you looked, it, you would see a video that is like 2021 starting parkour in your 40s. <laughs> uh -huh. the last and 17 youtube videos moments. i watched 
The last 17 YouTube videos I watched, I think, have all been the same Mormon mother of nine organizing her refrigerator and also the cabinet under the sink. She just organizes and reorganizes over and over and over again. And she tells you all about her little tricks for making snacks with the Ziploc baggies, for sending the kids to school, but she also homeschools them. So why is she packing them a lunch? I don't know, but I, I'm in love. Do you have Do you have ADHD? Yeah. <laughs> Got her ass. <laughs> I was even trying to. I was trying to Okay, I'm reloading. Kaye Ocho. Power 96. It is a question, though. Uh, Christiani, the, the way you find your, your black, black hole YouTube or, you know, math YouTube is you just have to, like, I, I don't know if you do this, Rob, but every once in a while I was like, I, I'm just like, you know what? I bet, I bet math YouTube exists. And I just type in, like, you know, Math. Math or something. And then I find, immediately find, oh, this is the math YouTube guy. This video has like, you know, 1.2 million views. And it's about, it's like called like the equation that almost ruined a civilization. And you're like, oh shit, like this is my guy. And then, the then you're in math well, I mean, forever. What, what you're describing is more Vsauce, which is which is uh, general science, unless you're talking about Veritasium, but uh, that could yeah, be okay. one of those videos. But I get your general point. Yes, continue. Right. Or like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like if I... Uh, I didn't, the, the algorithm didn't necessarily present me the four hour long Warhammer lore video that I watched that went over all the factions. But like, you know, one of these days I was like, you know, I bet someone out there is making some really intense Warhammer lore videos. And I, I let's take it, let's put it, let's put a, a big toe in that world. Let's, let's go see what that's about. I, uh, that, that's, that's the faith that YouTube gives you is always the faith that whatever permutation of YouTube you want to find, it is out there and you can totally find it. That's, that's, it's, I was thinking that YouTube's, YouTube is probably my favorite website because of that, because I can be like, I yeah. what are, what's chess YouTube like? Let's take a look at chess YouTube. Oh my God. I've watched Magnus Carlson make, I'm having a shit faces for so I, many hours. He, I'm telling you, man. He like, loves making the face like he's having a shit. He also He's does so not mad. even seem to like chess that much. No, He's... no, chess sucks. <laughs> I'm with him. Why would you, you deal with all nerds every day? He is Magnus really Carlson, good at it. Magnus Carlson wants pussy, not fucking chess yeah. accolades. And watching Matt and watching him resolve that tension second to second while he's at like a Helsinki dork con 2021. That's the internal drama of chess. Yeah, he does like model, right? So he probably, he's got his, uh, I think he's got his, uh, his, his 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 black book in order. I feel like he's, I feel like Magnus sick. Carlson's doing fun. Well, you I are like you are right in that it's it's always that you don't find the thing, but it's one adjacent, right? Like you could just put yeah. in chess, and then there's going to be Go. you know, Magnus Carlson flips out, and you're like, close enough, I'm there. <laughs> I watched like a 35 minute video the other day on YouTube about how Anna Winter ruined the Met Gala. It's fascinating. It's what very fascinating. Well, the Met Gala because you're a, you're a trumper, right? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't I'm, get I it. I guess I'm and, vague. I was, I was saying that I was. I guess I was trying to imply that, the, that the Trump the blog, that Trump would have written that. I this is. I have a. I have to hate myself. I'm on episode oh, you're right. that, that would be of a, a political podcast. That would have been one of the Trump tweets in between it in. all the other stuff, right? It would be like remember oh, hamburger. We gotta we gotta <laughs> ramp up our 
troops in Iraq. We got to do this. Also, Anna Winter ruined the Met Gala. You can kind of see yeah, that. He, like, he, yeah, he definitely would have 2018. That. You know, like you can you can definitely see that in 2018. That's true. <laughs> it's so clearly a joke from 2018. Not worth interrupting a person for, certainly. So lesson, <laughs> lessons learned. Uh, wait. So wait. What, I, I'm. What what ruined? How did she ruin the Met Gala? Because once she started hosting it, it didn't used to have a guest list. It used to just be like a benefit for the Met Costume Institute and regular New Yorkers could go. And it was, I mean, now it costs like $30,000 a plate, but like there's a guest list and she decides who goes. And as like, like time has changed and like trends have changed, like now there's a bunch of like TikTokers and influencers mm. who are invited and they um it's just it's it it was it was just very interesting to read about how it like it has become less and less about like the actual museum and Mm -hmm. it really doesn't like and with all of the money that they spend on it they're not even raising like that much for the like for the actual costume institute like they're having to uh ask for more like like year to year donations and rely on the endowment because they're not raising enough with the gala because the gala has become like such like 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 the crown jewel of like the New York socialite scene that it costs mm-hmm. so much money to put on and it costs so much money to get all of these people there and in the same room that it's like not really even a fundraiser anymore, even though it costs like $30,000 a plate. Like None of that is shocking to me whatsoever, but I'm also curious who would, who would you, how would you fix the Met Gala? Who would you invite to the Met Gala? If, if Van Winter <laughs> handed you the reins... Can I just say right oh, okay. right now, I, I, would, one, I would pay anything. Go ahead. I would invite Michael Schumacher because I want to see, they are keeping him. I want to know what they're doing to him. I want to know what state he's in. Also, I'd invite Guy Fieri and Emeril Lagasse. Oh my God. The all gods. of the Kardashians. They already go. Uh, Michael Schumacher. Who else? Is he like, are they keeping him in a... Is he the guy who made Batman? No, he's a Formula One driver. You... I'm from Florida. No, they, I don't they, they, care they gave him the uh, car racing. I care about straight car racing. Where it comes they from get, bootleggers? They give him the uh, Scientology wife business, where it's just like, oh, he's doing fine, but no one knows where he is. Well, he's the one when he he got that brain injury. Remember, and he was in a coma for like two years, and then they pulled him out of the coma, and he's for sure brain damaged and can't walk or anything, and has his muscle like he's for sure a vegetable, but nobody knows for sure because he hasn't been seen in like six years because they keep him locked up in his house in Switzerland. Are you? Mixing up a, a famed F1 racer with a uh, new age motivational no, this speaker, is definitely, Jordan no, this, Peterson. No, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. I'm on the Wikipedia page. Nothing. Michael past Schumacher 20, is 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 one of the best. Is is considered one of the best Formula One racers of all time. He raced for Mercedes and Ferrari. At, he retired, then came back out of retirement, and then he retired again. And I think it was 2013 that he was in the skiing accident and he hit his head. And if he hadn't had his helmet on, he would have definitely died. But he had like severe mm. brain injury. They had him in a coma for like two years and then they pulled him out of the coma. But he, like the family is like, oh, well, Michael's health is no business of the of the public. And so we're not going to talk about it at all. And as such, there's it's all just like speculation. Like, is he alive or is he dead? Is he a vegetable? He's for sure got to be a vegetable. So you would use, you would use your ability to book the Met Gala as the costume fundraiser. You would call a vegetableized a decade ago (laughs) F1 racer 
as like a corpse of Lenin thing, just to <laughs> presumably so everyone could get a proof of life. No, that at, would actually while that's in actually the Sackler brilliant. Egyptian room. No, we, I mean, we, we could like solve. You can invite Shelley Miscavige, the uh, wife of the Scientology guy. Yeah, that was a good one. To be clear, also, I've not seen... Where the fuck is Amber Lagasse? I've not seen that dude in years, too. Maybe maybe he's being... Uh, no, maybe he's on giving Top him Chef. The he's judging on Top Chef. He's fine. Okay, fair enough. Maybe they're... Oh, who's the other guy? Who's the... Did, wasn't there something weird going on with... Uh, uh, who was the fitness guy in the 80s with the short shorts that... Uh, you know I know what I'm you're talking, talking about. about. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Not Polly Shore. Not Polly like Shore. Poly, it's like a Polly something. Oh my god! I'm gonna Google it. Sorry, I have to do it. Bob Ross here, right? Yeah, totally. It was like clearly uh, Richard Simmons. Yeah, wasn't there Richard something going Simmons. on with him at the Met Gala? What? No, yeah, no, no, not the Met Gala. Just other <laughs> other celebrities story. that have mysteriously vanished since the 2013 range, Look, and you. Call him in then. Get his ass in. That's what I'm saying. I, you you could create a Met Gala just to solve all of these mysteries. I love that we we've, we've we, Christiane has essentially created a world that exists only in her and Trump's head, which is one in which an invitation to the Met Gala is so irresistible that fucking John Bonet's kill. If you just wrote John Bonet's killer, they'd show up at the Met Gallery to mm-hmm. collect the invitation because if you invite them, they have to show up. Well, we all know who killed John Bonet. All of it was us. the brother, and the parents covered it, was, it up. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right there, straight to the heart. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's I would the, also uh, invite Azalea Banks to the Met Gala. She's probably invited anyway, I have to imagine, right? Who wouldn't invite Azalea Banks to the Met Gala? It's kind of Listen, a last year she called Elon Musk a fat lesbian on Twitter, and then she buried <laughs> she unburied her dead cat from the backyard. Like her cat died, and then she buried it, and then in the backyard, and then she unburied it dug it up and boiled it and ate it. So I don't think that Andrew uh, Winters that's... inviting her. She did it on Instagram live, bro. We all saw it. I'm ready. <laughs> I just, that wait, the, the, no, no, that's not, not, there's no way she did that. What are you talking about? Yes, she did. Why would she do she that? Did. Y'all, this, sh- it, this is like, this, this is, is like a when woman. This is a woman who has beef with Thomas Jefferson from Beyond the Grave. What else That's are that. you expecting from her? Well, who the <laughs> fuck doesn't have beef with Thomas Jefferson? That's understandable. No one's asking you to get. This is like Disney when it rains. I'm just getting there quicker as you all step away. I think she's cool as hell. <laughs> Nothing no, you said. Yeah. No, she's what, dope. What, what an angel. Why do you think I'm inviting her? No, but you know your beef with Thomas Jefferson is you know the slaves and the rape thing. Her beef with Thomas mm. Jefferson is that he has a bad wig. Like, wouldn't it be funny if your beef so with Thomas cool. Jefferson was you the, federal, a- the federal bank and someone's just like not the slavery? <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> Sorry, who would you invite? Would you invite a uh, Tila Tequila? Yes, a shot of love with Tila Tequila was an oh, awesome show, and so I have to say. There's an alternate universe where she, if she had picked Danny, because it, it ended up with two, it ended up with the dude and the girl as the finalists. And Danny was a lesbian with short hair and she was cool as hell. And she went with the dude. And I'm telling you that there's a parallel universe out there where Tila Tequila picked the girl and didn't end up being a Nazi. <laughs> Maybe when she's like at the end of her life, like, like Napoleon and, and, uh, and St. Helena, like going through like all the, uh, how things could have gone, she would have been like, God, I really should have, 
I bet. I bet if I picked that girl, all this other, all this other, I, I would be like winning Grammys right now. All this, all this other shit wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened for me. I love the naivety of Christiana here. That like, if Tila Tequila picked the girl, like there aren't lesbian Nazis. Like, log on to the forum of any World War II PC game. It's ninety yeah. percent Nazi lesbians. It's all. Sure. It's, they're the strongest faction in the neo Wehrmacht right now for reasons <laughs> that remain an illusion to everyone. To everyone. I, I, so I, I've been going through a World War II kick right now, um, and I found, yeah. I found myself on a on a forum dedicated to discussing German military history. And right at the top, hope like, you like Taylor Swift. <laughs> right at the top, and anime. It says a place to non politically. Non ideologically, talk about German military history. Just like, <laughs> just is is the Einsatzgruppen based? And it's not a politics question. Right, it's know. one of efficacy. And you're like, all right, man. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone has uh, an anime avatar that's only legal, ironically, in Germany. But, yeah. like, the the a- non the non political Third Reich discussion forum. Really, I just really. It really gave, gave me a kick. Illegal to great. have illegal to have a swastika in your game in Germany, but not illegal to have a three thousand year old tree spirit inhabiting the body of a high school junior. That's what I've been saying. I've been they're saying this, that people. they're not listening to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know where I was going. I just like I, there's just a type of guy out there, right? Who's just like, listen, man, I'm just into I'm into Nazi shit, but not in that way. All right, <laughs> it's a certain type of guy. Yeah, I'm very sus on that guy. Uh, to, to inception, uh, just cause I, I, I want, I didn't hear who you'd invite to the Met Gala, Luke. I'm kind of curious. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, you're, you're, you're hosting successfully. I, I think the, the uh, Met, we didn't find out about you. I invite you guys. Uh, I think the, I think the Met Gala is, is probably fine as it i i don't really pay a ton of attention to the met gala i think um the guest list seems it seems fine i don't i don't i don't think we need to change the met gala i think the met gala serves serves its purpose you know like i that's not really my battle wrong they should be inviting Kyrie irving bell delphine make bell delphine i don't who the hell is that Exactly. I want I want a Marina Abramovich style glass box in which they put in Anna Wintour and Belle Delphine. And I don't care what happens. They have to stay in the box for an hour. Point a camera at it. You just raised all the money you need. I do pay per genuinely on God. I would buy a pay-per-view that is Anna Wintour meeting Belle Delphine for one hour. (laughs) Unedited, uninterrupted, one camera shot. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Better yeah. than fucking uh, the the TikTok guy fighting Mayweather, right? Like, at least there's some drama in this yeah, one. Yeah, I think I'd rather watch the Belle Delphine thing. Uh, I, would you, what would you like? Uh, maybe, like, uh, like, we could invite, like, like they could, they could bring in the Come Town guys. They could do, like, a live podcast, you know, from the from from the, from the the Met Gala floor. They could, they could do... Uh... <laughs> just walking through the exhibits, just like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Nile Valley's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I can, uh, I can picture it so crystal clear in my head. Uh, uh, then we need armor for a bug. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> that, re- that reminds me as we uh, make great progress on time. Yeah. I got to say, make great progress. Uh, those guys 
uh, I was listening to an episode. I'm like not we were talking about this before. Like I'm kind of out on like I'm not politics. listening to a lot of but like uh, I'm I'm in the politics because like I'm a socialist, so I want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But like my mission is pretty straightforward. Like I believe we don't have the mass for the mass movement, so stop fucking arguing and get five people generally down with what you're doing to go help your local community, so that when you end up ODing on the fentanyl and coke, there's mm. still like you know there's still someone there's more people now to carry on here. It's, it's a CIA op, right? That's they're trying to get rid of all the podcasts, so they're putting fentanyl in the coke. Look, the CIA is apparently, when it comes to murking leftists, effective, but they're also lazy. So I'm just saying, you're you're not going to get nobody if you put fentanyl in the <laughs> I mean, you're certainly going to... Look, if you've got a podcast that you want to see go up the rankings, put the fentanyl in the coke in Brooklyn, and you're going to see your stock go up. Exactly. It's cheap, why are you po- be- paying for SEO? Just put fentanyl in the coke. Put the fentanyl in the coke unit. No, but so like I'm, I'm still into the politics and all that. But like you were saying, like I'm not listening to any podcasts now because it feels like, especially the ones I listen to, are all just sort of like media. Just ironic because I, I wanted to talk to you about like K-pop and sports or whatever. Oh but yeah, like, we're gonna like, do it. We're in sort of a fallow period. I feel like, and I listened to like Come Town like a month ago. You know, I listened to a couple left ones, but like I don't know. You were saying like it's hard if you're not commuting as much or just after everything we've been through or just the time duration, like to listen to like 90 minute episodes about how Ted Lasso is right. Yeah. Liberals or yeah. like, what was it like Avengers? Like, yeah. What, what is your take on, on the Avengers and the Cruella movie, but as like an educated leftist and it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's bad. I just like it. I it just there's generally, a lot of that right now. It just feels like the energy is sort of out. Yeah, like transcending politics. I, I'm just not. I, I after the last like four years, I've just sort of gotten a real distaste, like the easiest dunks. And I there maybe maybe what do you mean by the easiest dunks? Like I, I maybe at like the at the you know. When, when Trump got elected and that whole style of BuzzFeed internet was clearly rendered, you know, hilariously out of time and, um, like, uh, incoherent with the post-Trump era and got totally exposed, maybe around that time, like, making fun of, like, some 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 person who, you know found some refuge in like the fifth Harry Potter book. Like that was like really kind of funny. And I, cause that was the first time I, you know, I was, people were like, you know, going after that kind of, uh, um, like mass culture, like liberal entertainment, I guess, or whatever. There was like, a sense of like a political identity that coalesced. Sure. Around, yeah, like yeah. Four or five bits of mass media. Yeah. And now I just, I just like, I, to me at this point, I'm not, I'm not expressing this most educated or, or, or coherent way, but like to me Not now, standard here. right? Like dunking on like a Marvel movie or like people like enjoying a quote in a Marvel movie as like these people, I, I find that to be almost as cringe as the source material itself. Now, um, again, Why? not. Uh, I just like I don't. Who are you, who are you who are you spooking? Who are you like transgressing? You're you're like you know like. I, I like the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to Chapo every week or whatever. Like they're on, they're all on the same, same page as you that like, uh, 
you know, a weepy Ted Lasso monologue about how good dogs are is kind of lame. I, I just don't <laughs> like, I, I, I'm ready for like, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm, I'm ready to be like, kind of like, uh, taken aback again or, or, or be like, I, I, we, we need to, we need to find the edginess again. I think we've lost the edginess. I think we, we've, we've all kind of, re- we're resting on our laurels. The, the, the men who make jokes on the internet, they have to come up with some, some better angles on that stuff, I guess. You know, I, I, it's not, I'm not coming from like a political perspective, purely from a joke making yeah, yeah. perspective. I just think we've kind of lost the, uh, we've lost the juice. Yeah. I don't, it's like, like I think of it politically, it's sort of, it's funny that, that people make fun of like the sort of idealist liberal take of, well, if you have, if you watch the right media and you put the right ideas out there, then those ideas will spread and there's nothing more powerful than like an idea spreading. Mm-hmm. And, and on the other hand, there's like bad, you know, there's bad ideas. And so you don't want to depict those because then they'll get out there and they'll, they'll spread. Right. So like yeah. if, if a character is a villain and bad, you should put like a trigger warning that says like, don't model this behavior people at home. And <laughs> right. it's like that, that's sort of, this idea yeah. sort of, of spread, this is a very uncharitable reading of a liberal from like totally uh, yeah. a leftist. Right. But it's this idea that like consuming the right stuff and having the, uh, the right idea actually, while your material politics is indistinguishable from a conservative with your socioeconomic position, like right. you're better because you at least feel bad about, you know, racism and, and you, you watch media that empowers women and like you're doing you're doing the rituals now that God is dead to, <laughs> to like, like uh, show your, your, your virtue. And that gets dunked on and that dynamic gets dunked on by the left. Mm. But now it feels like, you know, without like a major easy electoral project, uh, it's sort of like, okay, well, the way with, with no real project and God knows I can't go outside and talk to five people and set up a table or do, you know, right. whatever, whatever the reason may be. I'm just going to differentiate what is liberal and what is like socialist. Right. And now I'll show you that the media is Ted Lasso. Well, now you're watching <laughs> Ted Lasso or not watching, but talking about fucking Ted Lasso and through that promoting the idea of your political project through the virtue of not being this other mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. How is that not modeling the exact liberal behavior? I think people, it's also like, sorry, yeah. I need to cut you off. No, like, go off. It also doesn't give. I you just have more. You, you people have more in common with the people that you know, like Ted Lasso, than you want to think. I give it so, like you know, Becca, my girlfriend. Uh, if you ask her to, she, she's way less politically engaged than some of the perverted news readers that we come in contact with on a day to day basis. But like, if you ask her to define herself politically, like she'd say she's a socialist. Like she, you know, was on a bargaining committee. That's just how she yeah, why not? Doesn't, doesn't think about it that, that, uh, that much. That's yeah, just how she that's the way she it She also be. totally listen. I like more often than not, when she goes to bed, we'll put on a fucking Harry Potter audiobook and listen to prisoner of Azkaban as she drifts off. And, um, <laughs> that, that duality, um, does exist, you know, like there's not like, uh, I, I, the idea that everyone who is a progressive has to have these like weird, like bona fides about why Ted Lasso sucks. Just, I just don't know how true it's, it's weird how that's become seen as like an essential part of the identity on those corners of the internet. 
you know? Stump. Also, why Ted Lasso? It's a cute little show. That's just show. the new one because not the Avengers, even... we're past the Avengers yeah. now. The Listen, Avengers, and honestly, you can tell Becca she's not even past. doing that badly. My sleep show is The West Wing. So that's like true <laughs> poison. That's true yeah. poison. For sure. Um, I, yeah, Ted Lasso just become the next one. I've not even seen the shit, but like I like when I like I the Chapo guys called it demonic on a recent episode, and I was like, oh, I guess that's the that's the that's the new one. That's the one where all the gun guns out are for uh, for Ted Lasso. Yeah, as a way to de- ironic. Yeah, as a way to define your leftism or socialism socialism bona fides through modeling the exact behavior of the thing you're trying to. It's it, it's funny. And this is not a criticism. This is just like a, a force of nature uh, that affects me and everyone else. Like, I think a lot of people are like, "What? I've oh, I just discovered this thing. I'm a socialist now." Like, people who really want to be like politically engaged, right? And then they're like, "Now I'm a socialist," and it's like, "Yeah, but buddy, you you had like 24 years of every single day living, breathing, acting, being incentivized, mm-hmm. behaviorally being like a, a market liberal capitalist. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but." And it's fine because the goal isn't to be a socialist authentically. The goal is to just like help your community and you can do that at any point. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, there's this still acting out where it's like, I'm a socialist now, but I still have the habit of defining myself in opposition to media that my political opponents yeah. uh, might consume, which is again, an Olympic event that is given all the gravitas you might expect within the confines of your own head and imaginary can we, can world. Can we talk about uh, Hassan's house? If you want, yeah, sure. Is that that Turkish dude? I don't know. I, I don't actually yeah. know if that's, he's. You know uh, what? That's a yeah. fine. That's a fine encapsulation. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna comment on that. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I, a, I don't know. Um, a, a Turkish guy who plays Grand Theft Auto. Online. I like Hassan a lot. I'm actually trying to yeah. write, a, write a piece on him. Uh, I, what I found cool. funny. It's not really about the Discord. because I. Who cares if he bought a house? Um, there's something watching that whole thing play out, where every like certain weirdos on like the internet got all up in his face for owning, for buying a house and it becomes this new story. And then him responding by going like live on Twitch as he usually does those past two days. And for like 12 hours, just talking about, you know, just talking about the controversy and responding to people about buying a house. Is that what he did for 12 hours? On both days. And I just like, it, it's weird how if you're like an online celebrity right now, like if you're in the news, you don't like go like hide away. If you're if you become a celebrity in that kind of YouTube Twitch model, you don't like hide away and wait for things to like, you know, simmer down. No, you just lean into it super hard and you're like, I'm going to make a million videos about this or I'm going to like argue with people in my Twitch chat or like live commentate on the fucking um tim pool video that's about this live i don't know man it's 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 a weird world we live in now where that's the strategy that's what you have unless to do, you're virgil texas well i mean well, yeah it's tough i mean i'm just saying. i learned about that shit like, I, I learned about that shit like yesterday it's a tough one tough that one for guy, virgil that guy should just come back live streaming a new ground simulator <laughs> Just like motherfucker, I never forget a birthday. Nineteen ninety nine. Actually, that's a, that's a fine birthday, right? I'm just oh, I need to update my my references. Uh, oh, anyway, 
Where were we again? <laughs> we're talking about people uh, that, that don't oh. take the Virgil approach and just uh, yeah. Well, look, it's the parasocial. It it's the the para- look, I that's what you do because that's the parasocial thing, right? Like, yeah. if someone is so much of media now is having parasocial connections to fucking Joe Biden or Olivia Rodrigo mm-hmm. or fucking you know the the your favorite comedian or, or whatever, right? And so if they are a famous person, the odds have increased that they are a famous person by dint of a parasocial connection. And if that's the case, then it would like logically follow that the probability that when someone has a media hit about them or a scandal, Mm. they would be someone with that parasocial bridge and thus could immediately just turn it into 20 hours of very profitable content. Right. I know. Yeah. That's weird, man. And that's going to become a trend. Honestly, I kind of like, I kind of like it. Because like the Joe Rogan thing where a three-hour podcast, eventually you wear down and the true self comes out. Mm. If you're going to fucking stream for eight consecutive hours trying to explain and defend yourself, you are not going to do as good a job of obfuscation as like a professional PR person. Even if they thrill you, you're going to break down. So it's like, yeah, fuck it. Everyone should do that. I want to hear every get their ass out here. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like Becca wrote this profile about Trisha Paytas a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. And like within fucking twenty minutes of that story being out, Trisha had like recorded a video, had published a YouTube video of her like reading it for the first time, just just straight up. Like it doesn't, you know, who knows what was in that story? Who knows, you know? Uh, didn't even take a second to like read it through first or highlight anything just raw unfiltered all the way i just i didn't grow up in that ecosystem you know so it it seems weird it seems terrifying to me but like i guess if you did that's just sort of that's just how it is man you like it's also kind of this faith that like none of it none of the shit matters really no one actually cares you know like at the end of the day no one's really really cares that hassan piker bought a house so so why why not get heated about it on stream for a while you know like who cares anyways we can go back to basketball now if you want we got <laughs> no it's it's okay fuck it i'm just this is not since since we're here uh, uh talking about uh famous influencers and weirdos bro did y'all see the snl thing no okay so seth simons apparently uh two weeks ago uh, this is like not, I'll make this brief cause it's not fun, but it's just like, oh yeah, like I'm Epstein pilled now. Everyone who is famous is in like a, a yanking on fucking Geronimo's bones pedophile ring, right? Like mm-hmm. that just, when I okay. see, when I see Jimmy Fallon doing, uh, his like classic ew bit where he acts like a 12 year old girl and goes, ew, mm-hmm. you know, that classic bit. Sure. It's like, this is just creepy now. So apparently um, this is going to be settled instantly in court. Uh, But like the allegations are that apparently, and there's text messages. This is all in the lawsuit. A a underage girl was suing Horatio Sanz and SNL because apparently she ran a Jimmy Fallon fan site while she was like a teenager. I'm Mm -hmm. talking like 13, 14. And according to this and the stories about it, pretty weird, right? Yeah. Uh, like, like, okay, so that's someone as an adult performer on SNL you probably don't want to hang out with. Uh, turns out she was like a regular at all the SNL after parties. Horatio Sanz was like uh, unofficially dating her. Like he would show up at the office with her. 
Uh, she's definitely underage. Later on, like this happened, like he apologized for it and all this stuff. He brought, he would bring her to the table, the deposition like says, and like Jimmy Fallon would be like, oh, so you run a uh, fan site about me. Uh, what's that like? And like, they were supplying her alcohol and drugs at the famous like SNL after parties. They'd be like, oh, what are you going to study in school? And a, apparently she's like, no, I'm in high school. And he's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like all those people, apparently uh, it was just regular during that particular period of SNL time for there yeah. to just be underage people, like significantly <laughs> underage, like 15 or 16 in right. the office, getting fucked up at the party, uh, getting finger blasted and made out with in front of the people that are now, you know, uh, late night head writer people like they're implicated in it fucking yeah. looking at shit so we don't need to go into the extremely uh credible allegations and this isn't going to be a story because again it hits two late night hosts that are directly quoted in the story it's backed by a lot of digital evidence uh enough people have come forward that's going to get it's going to get shut down real quick but this is all just to say like my God, are the privileged and the fucking elites deranged? Yeah, like I, I also like they killed Epstein. Like this is just how it works. Then I guess like if if Jimmy Fallon is regularly hanging out and getting fucked up with high schoolers while he's at work functions, right, covering mm. for his friends, then it's like Weinstein stuff is just like fucking everywhere, right? Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. I Sorry, also like fucking even bigger bummer, but you mentioned fucking Virgil, so this is where my mind went. It's funny when you read stuff like that, because I just looked it up, and uh, it's like, oh, it happened like 2000, 1999. I feel like like the defense always is like, well, you know, it was a different time. You know, it was the early internet. It was AOL. I don't know. I was talking to these 15-year-old, whatever. And They I, identify themselves as high schoolers right, right. running your fan site. They're running your fan site. My point is, I feel like that argument is just going to be keep being made like in 2040 we're going to learn that like uh i don't fucking know logan paul was grooming you know 15 year olds we actually like, hey, all man. you know that okay so. fair enough well take it back <laughs> philip defranco some some famous internet guy and it's gonna be like hey you know it was 2017 and we're and like some people are gonna buy it being like oh you know it, that was 20 years ago. It's just like, that is, like no, I mean, come on. We knew better in 2017. We knew better oh, we, in 2000. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? We learned like, nothing. We learned nothing. You're right. That's yeah. the human fucking foible is we, we don't actually study anything or learn our lessons. So, yeah. No, it, in 2070, people are going to be like, you know, the, the legend Knight of the Order, Timothy Chalamet, you know he had child soldiers through the 2010s, and it's just like, yeah, that was normal. <laughs> it's only it's going to be a perennial, right? I know. Honestly, so fun fact was the originator of an extreme chlamydia outbreak at NYU. I did know that. All Big time dumb. that for him, Big honestly, yep. king shit. Get there. That, that's like that's like probably not true though, right? No, it's definitely true. I know someone who was at NYU at the time who was um, implicated. Yeah, but like, who gave chlamydia to Tim? It might have been some other lady at NYU. Look, we don't need the typhoid, Mary. It's probably it's another vampire. It's just funnier <laughs> if it's him. Yeah, I don't buy him as the Dune guy. Whenever I see the Dune shit, I just don't. I, 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 they could have gotten someone better for the, as the Dune guy. That's Get, my I want, take. I want Tom Hardy as the Dune guy. Yeah, I would love I Tom Hardy as the. He's a little too old, probably. See, but like, no, uh, I want he makes it Nero work. as the Dune guy. That would be good. Robert De Niro Robert should be De Niro in Dune. or Danny DeVito. 
Danny DeVito as the Dune guy would be. Don't really disrespect good. Dune, first of all. I don't know I anything about that. Dune. I, just I actually that don't movie. know anything either. This is like I, a, I, feel the, like I just saw the big worm, and I'm thinking about who would like work well with the big worm, and Danny DeVito comes to mind. Yeah. Oh, your mom comes to mind for me. Working that big worm. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes God. That's the he. The Dune is where you so like to go to travel intergalactically. You need the spice. That's the only person, only people that can pilot the ships that can go the speed of light are people that are high on the dust. And the dust only comes from Dune, the planet Dune. That's actually not called Dune. So that's why the planet's so important. You need that fucking dust to keep the the trade going, to keep going and across uh, uh, intergalactically. But if you do so too much of the dust, you become like God. So the end of the Dune will be... Tim Chalamet becoming a Christ-like figure, which I know is what we've, we've all been waiting for for the last uh, at least five or six years. Okay, I mentioned pay-per-view before. Be honest. Mm-hmm. If, if they're just like, all right, uh, this Friday, it's going to cost $150 pay-per-view. We're going to uh, crucify Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd watch it, yeah. I, I'm not any up. better. I, we're None of us are any better than the Romans. <laughs> I'm like 150. Oh, fucking let's put together a party or something. We're going to have to go in and figure this shit out. I don't want to be on a stream <laughs> when the the 2021 version of the spear, the lance of longinus goes through his lung. I don't want to miss that cuz I'm on a fucking Ukrainian Dude, I, stream. I just realized how completely vividly, I'm not saying right now, but the next couple of years Tim Chalamet playing the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in in a film. If they get Mel Gibson out of retirement to make another one, Tim as isn't Jesus, he in jail? I, think, I feel like he's not in like. Is he in jail? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson? It's like look like here. did he? I don't think you can pull someone out of retirement if they're incarcerated. Mel like, Gibson is. That's, that's literally the premise of ten thousand movies. What are you talking about? Okay, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. He is still religious. Um, All right. He, well, while you're, he stands with the Armenians. All right, go ahead. I was going to say, while you're, fig- while you're figuring out who is and isn't standing with the Armenians, which I'll be honest, important to, to figure out. Let's, let's, get, let's get it on record. <laughs> I got Dua Lipa, but let's go through the whole list. I, I want to I know what's up with the Balkans for every influencer. Um, here's here's what I'll say. I made you guys watch a a, a twice video, and uh, so this is something. And you guys watched it, right? They did. So they, yeah. wa- they watched um, the Mnet Asian Music Award 2019 performances of "Feel Special" and "Fancy" by the they group. They all looked twice. very pale. Yeah, that's because kind they, of sickly. Uh, yeah. So that's that's part of it. It's the it was in Japan, and so that's sort of the whitewashing stuff is big. Anyway, I learned that uh, one of those ladies is Taiwanese. Uh, not if you what? ask her anymore. You're talking about Chewy. Chewy once at she an not event, Taiwanese anymore. She is. Uh, she's no. born in. She was born in Taiwan. So this yeah. is what I'm getting at, right? She's Taiwanese. So she, she was born in Taiwan. And she was she held a Taiwanese flag, I believe it was. Oh, uh, you can't get in trouble if you do that. Here's the thing you need to know about Chewy: is uh, she is in China the most popular member of Twice? Maybe the most popular member 
in K-pop. Like K-pop is very, there are positions, there are right. seasons, you know, there are roles you play. And Chewie's is as the visual from China. She's right. the Chinese member and coincidentally happens to be the visual. In a K-pop group, the visual <laughs> is the person that overtly gets the best outfits, uh, gets the high-end like luxury deals, and does like ad buys and shit, right? She and also not- coincidentally happens to be Taiwanese. So <laughs> when she was photographed, which is her job, look, everyone's beautiful, like it, it's K-pop, the, the boys, the girls, everyone is like, they know what they're doing, right? But when she appeared in the photograph, that was a problem. So she had to, I wish I could play it. She had to famously, you can look this up on YouTube, uh, Chewy, which is T-Z-U-Y-U. That's how you spell Chewy. Uh-huh. Uh, she had to do a hostage style video in no makeup and like trembling where she read a wrinkled piece of white paper in a totally washed out uh, frame where she went like, my name is Chewy. From the moment I have been born, I have been proud to be Chinese. I, I'm looking at stills of this thing, and it's I like it's Chinese worse than you're describing. Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, she's. You learn that Chewie's from Taiwan, but like all of K-pop, the context matters quite a bit. Like there's a narrative there, but if you haven't followed it, you can lose that, right? And that's why I sent you the K-pop stuff because I was watching the NBA Rewind stuff. You know, and one of the things uh, I like about those videos, like, yes, they're very dorky. Um, like, it is, it is like Sloan Conference people, you know, who make these videos. Right. Pitchfork dorks, like we said, people that are just like uh, uh, Ray Allen. Uh, uh, Ray Allen has a performance reminiscent of Caddy's Knickers in Vonnegut. And you're just like, what the f- do I need an MFA to fucking get that reference? Why do I need to have read like, <laughs> like literature from the 19th century to know if Ray Allen is shooting well or not, right? Mm. So those videos can be a little annoying, but I was watching the NBA Rewind one, and what's cool about it, I think, is they sort of contextualize what's going on in sports. So like live sports is very popular because it's live. Like You don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so in like an era of cord cutting live sports maintains but old sports like like you ever watch like espn classic you know what i'm talking about of course what are you getting out of that we talked about this uh that that shit's for sickos and freaks and perverts if you are watching full old games like three hours of like a football game from like 1984 you're a sicko and a freak unless unless the one exception is if it's April, 2020, then everyone had a free pass. I totally watched some old sports in the absolute desperate heat of the pandemic outside of that yep. sickos and freaks only in my did, opinion. Yeah. We got NBA league pass and I watched old heat finals. Right. That, sure. It yeah. definitely happened. But the reason that stuff is normally like not good, like old sports, uh, Chris mm. is cause like you, you already know what's going to happen. Right. And right. you're only remembering part of the narrative. Like, you're right. like, oh, this was the big finals game where Ray Allen hit a three, right? You don't remember the storylines that you spent the yeah. week marinating in that's just like, right. uh, oh, my God, well, if they lose, this guy's whole career is ruined, and, and this was the new coach, and he's getting fired if they lose. Yeah. But if they win, 
it's it's gonna make you know the commissioner have to like there's all the implications that you lose and so when you watch old stuff on like espn classic it's just like yeah all right the bucket went in i knew it was gonna go in I mean, a lot of people think that game is probably game seven, right? It's fucking game six. They have a whole game, game six. Yeah, right? Like, it gets foggy. So when you watch old stuff, you need, like, an immediate recapsulization. And so these mm-hmm. rewinds spend, like, eight minutes taking you through each player. And so I was watching that, and it's going to be stupid, and I hope you'll uh, in, indulge me. But, like, I've tried to explain why I think, especially in the NBA offseason that we have now, like, there's – fuck all going on like the the trades and the free agency a lot of the big moves happened i've been telling people for a while you know that k-pop is like a good simulacra to use my vocab word maybe it's a good facsimile of nba fandom like the dynamics the muscle memory is the same the dynamics are the same the framework is like the same and I've tried before to be like, you know, cause they have like seasons and stuff and like it, I feel like it doesn't really get through. And so what I wanted to try with you guys being my like Guinea pigs and then I won't talk about it again. Cause frankly, I'm kind of done with the, I, I like my current generation of K-pop and I've had like some low endorphin weeks in a row now. So like I've been going back to it more than I have been, uh-huh. but like the new gen of K-pop is all like Westernized Ariana Grande collabs. Like it, it's sort of a unique thing. I'm sure everyone thinks that about their generation. But the unique thing sort of passed, so maybe I'm we sort of too, We went too global. There's no, really, bubble, it did. no bubble pop anymore. Capitalism fuck. fucking ruins everything. No, look, I didn't like bubble pop, but if you were into bubble pop, that generation was fine. It's not that I dislike it. It just wasn't for each generation. Look, if you like fucking Ariana Grande, you love, <laughs> you love Blackpink right now. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know more about that. I I, I kind of fell off of uh, K-pop around Bubble Pop, so it's more you. Oh, yeah. I like I like GD and Top as well. They had a song that I liked. Who? GD and Top. I I don't even know who that is. There you go. G Dragon. I'm I apologize. Oh, G Dragon. Okay. No, I apologize. G Dragon's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, good. But so anyway, I've tried to like sell it to people, uh, but. I think what it needs is just like the rewind bit. So I'll, I'll, what I'm going to do now is just for like three minutes, I gave you guys the video. And if you're at home, it's the, um, Mnet Asian music awards. The acronym is mama, the mama 2019. And it's first one is feel special. It's an R and B remix and then fancy. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I could just walk the listener through what i'm seeing when i watch it should, should, right? I, should I uh bring this up and no 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 it's fine you, you already watched it so like again no, no, I'm, I'm gonna give it anyway what did you see Krishana? what what did you witness when you watched these two videos you also watched the nba thing so you know i did it's pretty nice for the heat but like what did you get from these two videos i uh I didn't get much. I didn't like the song very much and they were dancing too much. So I was getting distracted. What do you mean dancing too much? Yes. I think they were dancing too much. What does I know? I heard what you said. What does that mean? And they were dancing too much. They should have toned it down a little. At a pop concert. What should they they be doing? They didn't. They weren't dancing that much. I feel like they were dancing less than average. I feel like there was some uh, stage transfers and and well, I don't know. And then all of their outfits were like the same color as their skin mm. and like flesh tone sequins. I, that's, a, like, that's that's a Japan thing. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't huge into the 
weird uniform like bronze beige of everything from the hair yeah, and their to hair. the yeah everything yeah you know. they looked sickly they looked a little sick yeah I, I can I see what you're saying there they looked a little unwell and honestly I clicked on the link before like reading the caption and so I thought hmm maybe this is like during COVID times or something and they've become ill. I don't know. That was my first thought was like the first girl showed up. I was like, Ooh, does she have COVID? But no, it was pre COVID. So I don't know. Or new conspiracy theory. Rough for Che Young there. Yeah. Twice is patient zero for COVID. It originated on that stage. Look, there is a 17 year old Brazilian lesbian tweeting that right now on behalf of Blackpink. Mm. So, you know, you won't be the originator. You'll have, Wait, you'll they, have, have they have beef twice v Blackpink? No, I think it's just Brazilians like fighting with people. If my experience playing online games is bad, <laughs> <any, laughs> World of Warcraft, man. Bro, Dota, it doesn't. Yeah. I get it. They're on the wrong data center. They keep being cued <laughs> with people that don't speak their language. It, yeah, it makes you know, it more tribal. I, yeah, you know what? If I was in their shoes, I'd be pissed off too. They play at data centers and fucking favelas. They, they show out for their boys. They're very poorly behaved. <laughs> they will kick your ass in Counter-Strike. Oh, my God. They will but also, you know, a thing about Twice is their fans are like Western, Western gay men, uh, a Southern... Uh, the southern hemisphere lesbians and then koreans Mm. like that is more or less like their thing right new conspiracy theory chewy is not in fact from taiwan she was created in a lab in wuhan Mm -hmm. i like it yeah and she was just deployed by china to uh erode the efficiency of korea's formations which anyone who's seen her dance yes or yes knows what we're talking about she can't get she can't get to the formations in time guys oh my god is that is that what you guys talk about these all all these like 35 year old fucking white k-pop fans yes they get online yes. and i'm like wow you know what she's uh on, on the <laughs> on the left to right can't can she's she's always a beat behind I was going to say. Oh Luke, my god. Luke, so here so you guys, you guys saw a sickly mess. Here's what here's what I'm seeing, okay? I, I didn't see a sickly mess. I like the song. What I'm fun. saying and, and to the listener, go to go to 340 in in fucking feel special right now I'm doing because it. yes, this is how I'm going to show you how this it's like when people watch football and know how to watch the O-line, you watch mm-hmm. the O-line, right? And it's a totally different game. Sure. Whereas like people that don't know what they're doing, they're just like, oh, he didn't catch it. And they're not they're totally not picking up on the fact that it's a fucking draw play and you got the left guard swinging out and all that sort of stuff. So when I watch it and I encourage you to rewatch it uh, afterwards. So what's interesting about this performance and you're right, it is like what Eric Clapton or, or what's it, Bruce Springsteen or whatever the fuck his name is. Um What's the thing where like the guy does live shows and they, he has fans like fish who follow him around. Oh and, yeah. And when, and when his wife is there, they're like, Oh, it's not as good a show when his wife's there. You like, you've heard that yeah, shit. It's right? like deadhead mythologizing about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, like you've seen it enough time. You've seen the jam band enough times. Yeah. So you realize like the little fucking things. So what's interesting about this performance, this is like a, a big deal performance in twice lore, right? because of its importance on their rebranding, but also 
uh, if you look at 340, Geo, who is the leader, uh, Geo just has a face as she's doing the stage transition. Which one's Geo? I have it pulled up here. At 340, she's like the leader of, of the group. Is she uh, in she the middle? Sort of like the bob cut. She'll be in the middle. So this is an interesting thing. She'll be in the middle sometimes and frequently in these videos. Oh, she does kind of look on her face. Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, so at 340, you can see it. And when you watch both videos again after hearing this, it'll be unmistakable. Uh, at 340, Geo is just looking like, fuck, help me. Uh, because she just fucked up Mina, which is another member's choreo, uh, and is now walking down the stage transition in the middle of a like full-blown panic attack. Um, so earlier in the day, her boyfriend, which she's sort of a trailblazer in like having like an actual relationship that people know about. It's not all like hush hush, like hidden for the parasocial stuff. Her boyfriend had been implicated in a sex crime ring where club owners and idols, the male idols had been sharing passed out nudes of women. And her boyfriend at the time, while apparently didn't partake in that, uh, is in that crew and is on group chats with them. So the two of them are getting pretty savaged in the media beforehand. Um, and so as she's approaching the arena, she's already like, a little freaked out. Like she does her little pregame stuff where she does her interviews and goes to the fans. And she says she's a little nervous, but she's doing it. So at that moment you see there at three forty, she is actually having uh, a, a panic attack in front of like a billion people uh, throughout Asia in close up. And two hours from there, she'll be pulled from the group for psychiatric evaluation. Uh, she will continue to have panic attacks all night she'll uh uh not again she won't be part of the group schedule and we're watching it happen to her uh live right mm -hmm. and so that's like pretty intense and it's all it's intense not just because of like you know the the, the company like this is twice as rebrand this is them stepping up the difficulty of the choreography and all that but also because this is, and forgive me here, but this is how I see this shit. This is like a big Shaq and Kobe moment <laughs> because Geo is the leader, right? Nayeon is the center. So Geo won like Korea's next great idol, like superstar thing when she was nine years old. She has been signed to this CEO's label for like fucking decades at this point or like almost two decades now. She is the one. She's like the Shaq person, right? Like from the moment this person hit their growth spurt, you're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to sign you. You have your life plan. You're going to play fucking basketball. So she has been the party loyalist, the leader of the group under JYP's uh, firm for a long fucking time. Uh, in, most, in most organizations there, she would be the leader and the center. Because in Korea, groups have lines like hockey wings, right? You have right. the singer line. You might have three singers. You might have three dancers. And it's all very organized. There is the, the number one singer and then the two and three, the number two dancer, the two and three. You usually have a visual, you know, the person that does like the high fashion stuff, maybe doesn't do any of the other stuff that well, chewy. 
uh, a variety show, comedy person. They're usually the rapper because <laughs> the bar is not high on K-pop, candy pop ass rap, right? So you have the rapper where usually they're the comedian, right? And then you have the leader slash center in that last spot. You know, they're the ones that they give the first lines of every song. They represent the group as a whole. They answer questions for the dumber members, like when dealing with interviews and shit. They actually, leader is like a serious team captain role. Mm -hmm. And so Gio being there as long as she has is the leader. This Do they is have like, like a, they have like a weed holder, you know, in case uh, they get pulled over. They got like a... <laughs> I fucking wish because what... Tore apart Monster X is that Wanho got caught with fucking weed and they had to kick him out of the. Well, group. I mean the way the way you describe this, it literally sounds like the um, the tears on like the rapper posse, you know? Of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know? so when I say Shaq and Kobe, right? Geo has been there since age nine, but when they did the open call to cast this group, they did that as part of a reality show, and the star was Nayan. Now mm. Nayan is given the role of center. So even though Gio is the fucking, like, clearly the, the fucking leader, clearly the fucking boss man here, mm. Nayan comes in and JYP fucking loves her. He says that Nayan embodies the group, that she's like the color of twice. She is right. the energy and, and like the, the effervescent beauty and health that he always imagined twice sure. symbolizing as like a great example to the nation, right? She mm. does a lot of like the cutesy bullshit the egg yo that's really popular for domestic audiences there that kind of turns people off a little bit here. Mm -hmm. uh, she has like the Kobe Mamba mindset where she's just they're like, so who's the prettiest member of twice? She's like me. Like, who's the best dancer? She's like me. Who's the best singer? I have you heard me sing. It's me. Right. Like if they're like, if you were in another group, how do you think that would be? And she'd be like, well, I'd be the new leader. Like, it's just that Alan Iverson, like you're talking about practice, right? Like right, just, yeah. Just like naturally super skinny, uh, has like a smut, just beautiful. Just everyone loves fucking Nayan. And mm -hmm. she gets all of the first lines in songs because her face and voice more closely match the, uh, the brand of Twice. Uh, okay. And so Gio and Nayan fucking hate each other, right? <laughs> and coming up to this moment, Twice has always been a sort of like candy pop girl crush, like, uh, like it's, it's sweet pop music, right? It's like your early Britney Spears stuff. But what happened before this 29 event or 2019 event is twice decided to like age up. So they're going to take like more, they're going to be like an adult, they're adult fucking women, right? They're like, at this point, they're like 27 years old. It's weird for them to still be doing fucking cutesy stuff, especially if they're trying to get out of being number one in the domestic market and go international. People want to see like empowered women and shit. And they also want to see good choreo. So when Fancy comes out, which is what like they've been nominated for at this awards show, mm -hmm. uh, they're doing choreography that actually is challenging. It's not cutesy. Like there's actually choreography. And Twice famously fucks up. Like they're not good at it. You know, like they sent Red Velvet to North Korea to perform because they're like military precision. They don't fuck up, right? They're like the 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 Patriots under Belichick and Brady. They're just like a system. Doesn't matter who you put in there, they're going to win championships. Twice, it's important. The twice so, way. 
Twice, like no, that's like red velvet. And other groups, no, red twice, velvet. Wait, okay, my bad. Twice is like the fucking Bengals, where every once in a while they get like a Carson Palmer, a Chad Ochocinco, and like okay, now they're interesting to watch. But they fuck up, like they cannot hit the notes when they sing. They fall down when doing the dances. They're not. They they fuck up. And so, JYP, who's the CEO of of the group, one of the big three in sort of the Zaibatsu system. He sees Blackpink and YG and the other labels going for this more adult thing. He goes, you know what? It's now or never. We're going to give twice like actual like disco music, dance music. We're going to put them in like adult outfits and we're going to see if they can hit the choreo. And if they don't, I'm going to start bringing up the next gen. And he has like a group called Itzy, which are his draft picks that he has waiting in the wings to start taking their songs if they uh-huh. can't do it. Right? Uh-huh. So the CEO, JYP, he was a former idol himself. He was called the Asian Soul. That was like, it's from that older pre-Candy Pop era where it's like he's wearing rubber pants and singing disco, like very like old fashioned. And he's a mega star, but he's a mega star and his acts can only really, they only break through in Korea because like that's where his name carries weight. That's the sort of music he knows how to make, music that appeals to Koreans. And so he's sort of taking... A, a risk with the group here too so we jump back into the fucking uh performance geo's freaking out she's looking for help right as you pointed out this performance is not going well um first of all it was moved at the last second to nagoya japan so mm. japan is uh, uh not fucking korea it's kind of a, a hostile crowd that <laughs> was originally going to be in hong kong but because of the protests there they had to move it last second. Mm-hmm. And so Japanese people have a certain way of like doing it. You notice the makeup is like very stark. They don't allow branded light sticks. A big part of like K-pop is soccer style chants. Like it's collective. So like the crowd has chants and stuff they do. That shit isn't allowed. And to just put the icing on the cake, uh, right before the show, there was some news hit where apparently like relations between Seoul and Tokyo, they had some like trade blow up. And then in Nagoya, where the show was, there was some uh, big art exhibit symbolizing Korean victims of Japan's wartime sex slavery mm. uh, campaign. <laughs> and, and the right-wing Japanese had it shut down. And so there's this Korean outrage over being pushed out of trade talks and having the comfort women thing fucking eradicated. And under those contexts, and with Hong Kong blowing up, twice gets sent over to Japan. And as you saw... They all fucking look sickly and weird and the performance isn't good. And it starts out on Che Young and the camera guy's not in position. So she's just standing there silently for a while, right? And then you'll notice it cuts to Chewy, right? The Chinese one. Mm-hmm. And she gets a big pop, right? So you're like, okay, this is sort of a Chinese-Japanese audience. We're, we're, we're good there, right? It continues on. Normally they're like, you know, like they know what to expect. Like it's like a sitcom. People come out, they get their fucking cheer and all that. No cheers as people are coming out. Like a little bit for the Japanese line. Like the there's a group of three that are Japanese. They get a little bit of mm. cheers, but otherwise pretty flat, pretty fucking dead. And Nayan, our Kobe here, is given fucking nothing. Uh, and so Geo's looking around. She looks over to uh, fucking Mina, but Mina's not there. So earlier. It's sort of this like a big moment in Korean K-pop labor. Mina's one of the members. She's literally on strike. The voice <laughs> you hear at the beginning of, of the performance is Mina doing a voiceover 
from home uh, because she at one point just said, I'm not doing this anymore. Like we have calorie restrictions. We don't have fucking phones. We live in dorms. I'm not, this is like, this is too much for me. And they're like, well, you signed a contract. You have to actually come out. We, this is our big fucking moment. The, the, the CEO is like, we're doing a, a world tour. We gave you the choreo. This is your, your moment to shine. She's like, also I'm not born that. in San Antonio, apparently. Sharon, God bless her. Sharon, uh, Sharon Mina, uh, it speaks English, plays games, just a, a real San Antonio uh, neat or whatever, apparently. Yeah, but she's just like, she's American. So she's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing this. Sorry. Right, I was going like, to say, maybe she had a different perspective on like pop stardom because of that. Yeah. I mean, she's also like, she's the one that's very like delicate. Everyone sort of loves her. She's like a classically trained ballerina from rich parents in, in mm. Texas. Right. Like that's, and so she just said, I'm not doing this. And they're like, well, you can't breach your contract. You'll be sued. It'll be a whole thing. She's like, I don't care. Do the tour. I'm going to go home and pet my dog now. And she did that for like a year and a half. Mm. Uh, the result of which was a lot of other groups realized, oh, that could happen. And they started having walkouts and the general labor standards of Korean idols in general went up because they realized, oh, people will just leave. And this is all because of Mina. But Mina is like Japan's number one fucking fave. And in this particular performance, she's not there uh, to bail Gio out if she's having an off night. Right. Mm -hmm. So we hear Mina, the, the ghost at the feast. But other than that, that's not getting the crowd interest that's that's sort of flat um then you look over normally in these circumstances jongyun who everyone fucking loves jongyun the fucking right. come town the other day was just like you know it's gay everything except for jongyun from twice that's like an actual <laughs> for whatever reason everyone loves she's like she's like a, a marshawn lynch sort you know like she's coming in heavy she mm. does, hasn't memorized the playbook uh but you just fucking uh, you look at you look at Jungyeon and you're like, yeah, I'm rooting for her for whatever reason. Uh, and famously, she saved the group when they had a botched performance a year ago. This is real Bill Simmons shit. Mm -hmm. uh, in at the Tokyo Dome, when the venue was too big for them, uh, the audio was fucked up. You'll notice when you watch this one, the audio on their earpiece is fucked. Like everyone's reaching for their earpieces because they're trying to lip sync, but also sing sometimes, but also dance with the different audios it's fucking rough and it was a disaster a year prior in tokyo until jong yun uh just decided like fuck it because you guys are overthinking it like i think we could just dance this and figure it out save the whole fucking performance it was like a marshawn lynch uh running <laughs> running to the end zone beast quake thing it's like if draymond hits like eight threes all of a sudden mm -hmm. you know it's like a real rudy moment and that's dope because that means Jungyeon sets the floor for the group. Like the people like Gio and Nayeon, your Kobe's and Shaq's, will never allow themselves to be outperformed by a Jungyeon. So if she is on or decides like something needs help, she'll fucking send it and just get into it. And then that raises the level of everyone. Mm -hmm. That's not happening here because Jungyeon is concealing a neck injury that'll soon have her out for six months. And. <laughs> Kobe here, Nayan, uh, is already sandbagging. If you watch, uh, she's she's sandbagging. Like she has noticed Gio is freaking out and fucking with her headset. So now she's fucking with her headset. She's intentionally getting to places late. Like she's not hitting her mark. You see this enough, you can see it happening, right? 
she's just like walking to her spot and skipping moves and stuff because now she sees like oh this is kind of a disaster uh and geo is as i thought she was going to flip out uh and so she is actively rooting as she tends to do for geo to fuck up her panic attack in front of you know everyone uh the only other person that might help out is sauna uh, Sana's also Japanese. She's good, but not always noteworthy. She's sort of—I would say she's the Draymond Green of Twice. Like where her thing <laughs> is just she does her job well. She rocks the fundamentals, and yeah. like she's low key gay. That—that uh, that is her role, and she thrives in it. Uh-huh. So all, all this, all this so is it's, to it's say. part of the fascination here because it's not like they can just jump on like Instagram Live and be like, "Yeah, I'm unhappy." I'm not. They, they since it's so regimented, controlled. They can't. They 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 can't just tell you what's going on with them the way that NBA players do. That you have to like really parse through the margins and analyze half-hearted choreography and weird facial expressions to reveal the internal dynamics of a uh, you know a, there a is, K-pop group for girls. Yes, there is a lot of like Vietnam era. And look, no one is better at this than teenage Brazilian lesbians. I'm They'll sure. figure their shit out. But because it's so regimented and like Korean society is, is very fucking ordered in the way it is, and there's a lot of formalities and there's a lot of power that these businesses have, they are always being watched by like four people in the right. room. Yeah. And so when they want to express like, oh shit, something's not going well. They all have their fucking, frankly, sometimes horrifying ways of like getting that across, right? But anyway, uh-huh. all all this is to say, uh, when you watch it, it's just like, you know, you just watch and see if the guy makes the the catch or not. Mm-hmm. But when like what I see here is a crisis. When you in between, if you watch them in between, feel special and fancy, it'll break your heart. Christiana, you look at this shit. Geo in the middle. Everyone is like breathing because they're doing the cardio. Geo is full on hyperventilating because she is just lost all control of her body. So we have a, a position where as another six minutes are planned in this performance and you are the center and the leader and you've had 20 years to get this right. If you can just, by the way, she's also dancing Mina's choreography while she's out, which also floats her on an island. So she doesn't, she's not with the group. She's off to the right by an empty space where her fuck-ups are more obvious. So if she can dance two people's choreo at once while having a panic attack in a close-up for the entire Asian entertainment industry, she'll vindicate JYP's lifelong investment in her, uh, show that Twice is ready for the big time, that they're grown, they can do the choreo live, that they can handle the spotlight. And Geo, while the center has been yanked from her as, like, frankly, a disgrace so that Kobe can fucking stunt and be a prima donna, if she can lock this down while losing her mind, it'll absolutely vindicate the fact that she's the leader. If she can't, Nayeon is going to fucking sandbag and bury her. It'll prove out what a lot of people think, that twice is domestic candy pop. They have limited appeal. They fail every time they go international. They can't dance. They really can't sing. They're carried by cutesy domestic performances and Neon just like having bright energy and doing like children's rhymes and cute shit for... That's apparently cultural appealing over there. Geo is the aging child star that no longer has it. And Neon reigns for a thousand years as the rightful center of twice. All that is based on whether or not Geo can handle her mental health crisis and put in a, a convincing performance in the second half 
of fancy there. That's what I'm watching when I fucking watch that. There's shit. levels to this shit. And in case um, anyone, in case anyone's curious, uh, she did get pulled and get like miss out on all the events later. Are there like YouTube videos that break down? Is there like um, deep read K-pop performance uh, YouTube videos? Where there maybe, fucking should be because yeah, it's maybe like that's what you should do. That, that's gonna make more money in this podcast shit. That's what you should start like <laughs> doing these like you know like yeah. If you did, if you th- that whole monologue. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I I went. No, no, I'm I sorry. enjoyed I, it. I, I, I swear so to God, I, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even going to fucking do a bonus this one because I can't, in good faith, charge people for me fucking ranting about K-pop. No, but no, like, I, I, like no. it is a reasonable facsimile. You know, like this is like I feel like I'm watching the Warriors with Durant. Like I know who hates who and who is sniping who and what the stakes are. You know, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you take that monologue, you take that performance, and you. Fucking like John Madden that shit. Get like one of those light pens and be like, you see Gio over here. Look at look at her side eyeing, you know, and like you know with the yellow marker and all that shit. I I watched the shit out of that. That's just that's like, the pivot. Just just the John voice. That would be the that's the thing to do. We'll just wrap on on this. That's the thing to do. We talked about before all the like socialist podcasts that are now like yeah, there's not really much happening. So yeah, Chad Lasso maybe- and K-pop. Maybe maybe it's time to find. It used to be web comics for a while. Like before his podcast, everyone had like yeah. web comics. You know, like like what was it PVP and Penny Arcade is like the big one. And uh, video game cats. Remember video game VG cats. Games. So I went to VG Cats um, a couple months ago. Found that dude is now just straight drawing porn. He is like fully crossed through the uh, the looking glass. Had a Good successful video game webcomic career. Yeah, all power to him. And is now just making straight furry porn, which I, you know what? Right on, man. You know, sometimes markets do produce People pay the most a lot of money outcome. for furry porn. They pay yeah. a lot of money for furry porn. Bro, if I could draw story, yeah. that's what yeah. I would be drawing. That's what everyone ends up drawing. That mm. and character portraits. And why wouldn't that's, you? That's coming up with Final Fantasy and a lot of the MMOs and, and Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. People are like, hi, I'm an artist. If you want furry stuff, click here. Yeah. You to draw your character, click here. I'll put tits on whatever you want. It's yeah. $1,000. And people are like, I'm in. It really shows you um, your options as an artist in 2021. <laughs> You're drawing D&D characters or... or, or, or uh, or furry board. Those, those, those are that's how you're making your money. I'm now Look, just same, imagining uh, if Picasso were alive today, and he was also doing furry porn, but he was doing abstract Picasso furry porn. Like that yeah. should be wild. I think I'm I'd imagine be into someone that. someone looking at Yiffy Guernica like, uh, yeah, where's the fucking horse cock? What's funny is like the whole thing with Picasso. Right? <laughs> it, it's a quadrilateral. Wasn't the thing with Picasso was like he could draw, he could like he he could draw like photo realistic you can think of he, he was a great painter but like he got bored with it and i like the idea of him like drawing like this perfect fucking furry porn for years and being like i, I can't keep doing i gotta like <laughs> start it's like, i gotta that's that he starts like he, he invents like cubist furry porn because of that because uh, there's only so many perfect wolf cocks you could draw without getting bored with a man of his yeah. stature and genius it's like drawing like the perfect achieved- circle. It takes a while, but once you <laughs> yeah, get it down, you can replicate it. He's like, I've achieved perfection. I've literally perfected furry porn, and now I want to see what it would look like if the boobs are where the eyes go. Mm, me too. I just, 
I think it's incredibly, as the kids say, based that yeah. he like he really invented MGTOW early. Yeah. Where like he, he you know he's painting normal stuff and tits or whatever, and then he's just like, you know what? I'm fucking fed up with women. I'm gonna get into polygons. Now. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking did that shit, he and they put him in. They put him in the museum for it. They're like, know. he nailed it. This guy nailed it. He invented graphics. Yeah, I want to do a. Um, I, I, I've decided I want to do something on the uh, for hire porn artist industry because boy oh boy are there are a lot of people out there cashing checks on bringing your uh, your desires to life in the form of a uh, you know hundred dollar portrait or whatever. Bro, I knew I see. This is why. This is why I said what I said about your Pornhub looking like fucking flack. Mm. Because for you to know about that shit yep. means you've spent some time in the forest. You've conversed with I, some satyrs, my friend. I have. I have uh, <laughs> you would I'm not, not imagine. Saying I've gotten to the bottom, but I've gotten close to the bottom. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark down here. People, I've gotten... started, people started waving at virtual is not yeah. no di- no different virtual now actually the, the dante virtual is just yeah. like don't go any deeper this is the last ring for you i've gotten to the part where like stuff isn't perceiving things with their eyes anymore you know when you get deep down the ocean where the fish stop using their eyes they're using other shit like i've gotten I'm... to the level of like oh the 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 way people communicate on this level of the internet is just through like electric pulses and like you know um and and, and Sano and, and uh, uh, I forget how are the bats communicate. I don't know, but yeah, definitely echolocation. I've gotten, echolocation. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I've gotten to that level of the. Uh, of I the love internet. I love the level of degeneracy or like porn or kink community where it's like you'll pop in, you'll open the door, and just be like, "So what's going on in here?" Uh, and you'll look around, and like a, a search will come back with like fifty three hits. Yep, and you're like, "Oh, that's weird," and they're like. Yeah, no, that's it. That's the whole, that's all of the porn that exists here. You're talking about people that masturbate on moving trains into the exposed coal bit. This is what, there's only 53 of those. It could be 54 if you were more ambitious, but you're not. So take a peek and get out. That's the shit I love. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to uh, the? Yeah, that's where those artists make bank because they're drawing you and Thomas the Tank Engine having a grand old time. You ever go to the subreddit? It's it's called R N S F W four one one. No. And it's just basically people being like, is there like a porn subreddit for like, uh, you know, like um, implied incest, but in public? And like, oh, yeah, here you go. Like, it's it's r slash implied incest public, whatever. But my favorite post are the ones that got like, is there, is there a subreddit for like, you know, people that, you know, fuck their own cars? And the response was like, you know what? No, we, we don't have one of those. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, first of all, I don't believe that. It's I fucking you. don't believe that. You're gonna have to either create the you're gonna gonna have to nurture that community. To take it back around, you're gonna you have to do the Rob thing. You have to set up a table outside and, and talk to five people in your community and build it from the ground up. You know, this this is this is this is the work that's been assigned to you now because we don't have that. I, I love the idea that you got to the the end of t- <laughs> Just, just like you ask uh, two things. I love number one. I love that you have to ask, Mm. right? That's the best part is that we will connect you. We will connect you, but you You have have to to actually stand in a public forum and say, and go like, Mm. all right. Uh, Ursula from the little mermaid. (laughs) Uh, she either is or has the vibe of my mom and something (laughs) weird happens when I go to buy sushi. 
does anyone know? <laughs> and like, like Martin Luther in, in front of your community and God, they have to be like, yeah, I think I know what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm on there right now. We have porn with one man and two women riding him. One riding his face, the other riding his dick while the women kiss each other. <laughs> I remember, Luke, this is so it has, so two, it has two comments. And, uh, oh, there's two different there's two different subreddits for that, apparently. So there oh, you go. I was at, okay, this, I love when, when people are just like, what about this? And people just go like, no, dude, that's, <laughs> we don't have, we don't have that here. Yeah. Even, I, I was uh, in, in the context of some sex dork stuff. Okay. I was talking to some people and, and some guy at, at random just went, this is an example of this. He just went, yep. Yeah, well, I was talking to my sister. Turns out, uh, well, my nephew, they, they got him potty trained. So that's good. Uh, except for me, because now I'm the only bedwetter in the family. Mm. And everyone mm. turned and just went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, stop that. <laughs> you can't do that shit. <laughs> like, I know, like, we're in like a, a, you're in a literal sex party right now. There's a bowl of keys. You're weirding us out. You need to go. <laughs> like, I love the idea of just like, hey, what if you fuck your car? And it's like, yeah, okay. Hey, here's radical a uh, transparency, you know. Here's, like, here's where you can fuck the tailpipe. We got a lot of image galleries. And you're like, no, I want to yeah. fuck the cassette deck. And it's like, God damn, too far. <laughs> you got to oh, stop, man. All, all right. Speaking of got to stop, uh, Luke, uh, Christiane, thanks for helping me get through a, another Brettless episode. Um We'll no start with, we'll start with me. Yeah, it's a it's a hurricane. So this is like a good. Uh, uh, it's always good. I consider both of you friends. It's always delightful to see you. And I'm glad we could get together and chat on sort of a totally a rainy day here. So, Luke, do you got anything? Um, you're really good at writing. Just you know, yeah. You some some on, people will have made it this far. I assure yeah, you. So follow me on Twitter at Luke underscore Winky. I'm a freelance journalist. Uh, we also have a request albino girls. Request girls who split tongues giving blowjobs. I highly recommend our NSFW. I have no, it's I have a no God's girl, idea. but with a fork tongue. I have no, I don't know if he's talking some, uh, yeah, some, some, uh, serpentine shit, or I don't know what the fuck he said, but, uh, if you, if you want to know what the people want, go to, go to that subreddit. Cause it's, uh, there a lot is, of fun. I will say my favorite part about like uh, uh, kink and sex dork stuff was or, or is or whatever. You really like the persona games. Oh, you yeah. really get a fucking glimpse. Luke, you've written about this. It, you get to pull back the curtain and just perceive the mainline psychosis of all the people you walk around. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? Yeah. You're just like, God damn. I bet that Reddit is fascinating for just going like, Wow, I'm really surrounded by freaks every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were uh, like feeling uh, normal, just feeling normal as if hell. If you are, if you are into seeing a bunch of guys argue for the fifth consecutive year in a row about who they think the best girl is, I recommend going to the Persona subreddit. If you want a bunch of grown men arguing who is the best girl in the video game, uh, I recommend the Persona subreddit. Shout out, shout out to Shin Megasi Tensen. Is it right? That's how you say it, right? Uh, you're close. It's Shin Megami Tensei. All right. Well, uh, I'm, not, I'm doesn't, not... doesn't, doesn't have quite the levels of K-pop, but there's still a lot going on there. Look, it, it, that is our Jungyang. As long as there's people playing the Persona games, people that are into K-pop are safe from persecution. That's what, uh, I'm, what, that's what I'm saying. What you're a you? little bit up on the food chain, you know? Like, it's... Uh, 
Yeah, like yeah. like I said, they're keeping us honest. We all we all have to at least put in some effort to not slip to that. Rob, level. where where are guys that buy replica swords? Are they further up or further lower on the food chain from K-pop people? I would say down. Uh, number one, uh, Korea booze in general, it's fading. But there's a long historical trend of weeaboos, the Japanese people being mm-hmm. dorks. Yeah. And sort of like buying a katana and having a fedora are like beyond hack at this point. It's true. So I would say that if you're like buying a replica sword, um, especially like in most people's cases, it's kind of bullshit. So you're expressing a lack of competence, proficiency, and understanding of the thing that Mm -hmm. at this point is like obvious because it's hack, right? So I would actually put like, I'm buying a fake replica Katana from an infomercial. That Mm -hmm. guy is lower than K-pop for his interests, but maybe a better person than the K-pop people for his passion, if that makes Mm. sense. Yeah. I'm with know, you. I, I would think, just right. say all around the average replica sword owner is cooler than the average K-pop fan. Like on the social router ladder, definitely mm-hmm. at least three or four rungs above. You fuck on me. all counts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just let's, let's keep it fucking. Let's watch our mouth. Uh, at not Christiane. Uh, where can I don't know. Are things good for you? I guess. No. What I are you promoting? What, what kind of a question is that? No, I, I have know. nothing to plug. Uh, follow the pay- or follow the show account. That's subscribe what we do to Patreon. here. Subscribe to Luke's Substack because I guess he forgot about it. Oh yeah, um, go subscribe to Unposting. People like it. Yeah. All right, that's all I have all to right. say. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. All right, thank you everybody. And in case, sure. in case uh, don't buy a replica sword. Do watch the 2019 Mama. Uh, feel special and then fancy in that order. Shout outs yeah. to Gio, and in case anybody was was she, was she was she making a face because she had this huge like uh, subliminal feud with her bandmate, or maybe did she just stub her toe backstage? And none of that's true. The world may never know. No, this is absolute. Again, okay, this is mythology. All right, all right, all right, this is, all you right, can right, go right, into right, the comments, right. and you will see all the support for. I feel this. like you just rate. I just feel like you've just follow enough seventeen year old. Uh, Brazilian lesbians, as you put it, and that that like has like given no, you this headcanon that may or may not be true. That's that's different. I, that is sort of the visual learning section. This is sort of like the world building and and memorizing facts and trivia bit. And in case anybody's curious, uh, uh, I think Geo did a great job, and she went on later in that night to collect the award for best female group and best dance performance for her performance in fancy queen twice uh the concept worked out twice ended up reaching number one and now they're the most successful uh and fully grown not doing embarrassing k-pop uh candy pop shit anymore group that there is so thanks everybody see you later (laughs) Bye. bye